episode of Speak On It. I am your host, Big Mike. I know it seems like I'm alone, but I'm not alone tonight. We're going to bring the fellas in solo, one by one. Let's get the introductions going. First up, I've got my man, Podcast Poppy Dylan is in the building. And Charbox, we trust. I've got my man, Enoch, in the building, ready to go. And I've Let's got do this. My- Let's do this. I've got my man, he's been waiting for this episode for 15 episodes. This is the last football episode of the season. I know he can't wait to get into this basketball. James, what's going on tonight? What is going on? (laughs) Fellas, how are we feeling? It's a celebration, you guys. It's a celebration. Hashtag is a celebration. The NFL season is over. It is over <laughs> once and for all. We can stop this quote unquote, quote unquote, bummy NFL talk. We can get rid of it. We can talk this NBA talk, the real sport of America. Yeah. I, yeah, say, I don't I agree. Would. Hey, I don't care. What, I don't care if you agree or not. Okay. The ratings will disagree when the ratings hey. come out. Hey, that's fine. hundred can have one hundred and twelve million. We can have the um the next keep. We can have the next running the ratings up if they want. We know what that is. But the NBA but the NBA season will prevail and continue. Man, I love this sport. I love this game. Yeah, yeah. I bet you do. But. <laughs> Before we do, we do have to finish our wrap-up of the NFL. The Superb Owl went off without a hitch. The Superb Owl. Before we go into the game, let us talk about the wonderful party that was thrown at Casa de Dillon. Yes. James was invited. James didn't come, but he missed out on a good time. Roz came with his fiance. Mike came with his girlfriend. And Anthony came with his girlfriend. Made some food. Uh, apparently, Anthony, Anthony did not come with his girlfriend. Oh, Anthony came, <laughs> and then his girlfriend came after. So wow. I had to come and introduce every. I had to introduce <laughs> Anthony's girlfriend yes, to everybody. Exactly, Dylan. Thank you for introducing her to me. Like <laughs> Anthony's <laughs> over here getting his third plate of fucking chicken thighs, and I'm just sitting there. I'm taking a call. I'm like, oh yeah, by the way, this is Anthony's girlfriend. Everybody, say hello. Well, Anthony's rude ass. <laughs> But we had a great time. <laughs> Apparently, chicken thighs were the the talk of the party. They all, <laughs> all when Anthony is whispering in Roz's ear <laughs> when he sits down. Roz, you gotta try the chicken. <laughs> oh my god! Roz, you gotta try the chicken. First thing and, he said to me when I got there. First thing he said to me. Because literally, as Mike texts me that he's downstairs to go get him. I started saying I literally just took all the food out. So Anthony just got a fresh plate of food. Uh, my buddy uh, Fredo got a fresh plate of food. I had my pl- plate of food, but when I came upstairs, I didn't because Janice ate it. <laughs> so I was a little upset, and then she got mad at me because I took the skin. Fuck you! And he literally sits down next to Roz, and Roz is like, "Okay, maybe I need to go check this chicken." Roz takes a bite of the chicken. He goes, "You made this." <laughs> <laughs> like it was just like a surprise. Like I cook, motherfucker. 
I does this shit. They definitely thought Janice cooked all of it. I, I'm no, not Janice don't know I, how to cook. I would have thought Janice cooked that until you blatantly made it clear. No, no, no. This is all me over here. Me. Janice. Don't let her being super Dominican fool you. She can't cook. I cook. <laughs> I does the cooking. But speak, speak, but everybody everybody brought some stuff. Mike brought ginger ale. Roz brought some, some chicken wings. And Anthony also brought some chicken wings. Yeah, <laughs> you want to know what dip with Anthony? He brought, brought frozen party? chicken wings to my Super Bowl party. <laughs> two bags of frozen chicken wings to my party. This cheap motherfucker. You could have even gotten like the wings that were already made. And I just had to heat up a little bit. This dude wanted me to break out my air fryer and start frying these fucking things for a group of people. This cheap motherfucker. Where'd you get that from? This shit is ten dollars a bag. Where's Kirkwood? Get- I know Kirkland's Costco. Where's Kirkwood? Did you get this from Aldi's? No. Nah. <laughs> I got it from a very exclusive, exclusive restaurant. The dollar store. <laughs> you go to Dollar General and get these like, chicken wings. <laughs> Them chicken wings was eight, no nine dollars a bag. It was very exclusive. Story. Why didn't you just buy? If why didn't you just go to Shoprite or Stop and Shop and buy the go to the, only, down, I, the, I, the I, area I, where I, their I, food is cooked I, already? I only go after top quality. Bro. I only get top quality. Top quality only frozen top quality. wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> top quality <laughs> frozen wings. Oh my god! Honey barbecue <laughs> flavor. Dylan, I'll, I'll give you a solid right here, Dylan. I'll just cue this. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Top quality frozen Chicken wings. raised with no antibiotics ever. Yes. All vegetarian diet for my chickens. <laughs> What's the sodium intake on this? 580 milligrams of sodium. Great job, Anthony. Great job. But then you, it, it, we'll go back to my chicken really quick. You know the chicken was good when Anthony's cheap ass says in the group <laughs> chat, "Yo, Dylan, I will actually pass you some bread for your chicken." I'm like, that actually means a lot. See how you're cheap as hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we move. <sighs> Let's get it. Yeah. And seeing that Roz is not here tonight. There's only one guy in here that got this game right. I was on the bandwagon from the beginning. Stamp it again. Who won the game? Dylan, you know what to do right now. I do. I did it. Uh, it, it was a very good game. It was a very good game. And I I flip-flopped in the first half immediately. Immediately in front of everybody where... The Rams, uh, Odell Beckham grabbed a touchdown off of homeboy's head top to bring in the first score. And then I think they scored again. Hit us with the Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. He had a moonwalk. And then they scored again, I think. Or, you no, know, yeah, you guys got there right after that. So they scored. They went 14-0 before the. No, it, no, was, uh, it was 14-3. It was four, 14-3. I think it was 14-3. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we got the I saw the field goal. We saw the field goal. Yeah, so 14-3. And I'm like, all right. Or it was 13-3 at this point. 13-3, because they missed 13-3. And I'm like, oh man, this is gonna be a long game. The Rams won this. And then the the holder muffs the kick. 
he muffs the hold and he has to pick it up. I'm like, oh, no, the Rams lost. <laughs> In the matter of three, 30 seconds, I switched my opinion right away. And it looked like the for a while the Rams were were losing it, especially once Odell got hurt. And yeah, and then Odell got hurt. And sadly, all the air went out of the party, too. Because we were mm-hmm. just all like, damn. All of us were like, fuck. Because we all knew what it was. We all knew mm-hmm. what it was when we saw it. Those non-contact running knee, grab my knee. Not good. Not good at all. Because if Odell played that whole game, they probably, probably win by like two yeah, to three touchdowns. Yeah, they probably would Because they had no them. answer for him. Because they were so worried about Cooper Cup. That Odell was getting one-on-one coverage, and he and was making them pay, cooking them for it. Like Odell, if they if Odell plays that whole game, he's more than likely the Super Bowl MVP. He might because be, yeah. he went out with I think like fifty yards on like two catches, mm. and then second half, great Super Bowl halftime show. Great, James. Great. Great halftime show. I believe you. Did you guys Eminem get your only own? got like one song. Did you guys get was... your Tupac hologram? We did not. <laughs> we did not get our Tupac hologram. <laughs> but it was still very good. 50 Cent uh, showing up upside down was, out of, nowhere. was, a great was out of nowhere. Was very surprising. We're like, oh, it's 50! Wearing a G-Unit beater that we haven't seen since 2006. And he's actually selling them. He's, he actually put them on sale too. Today. Again? Yeah, he put, a, he put a red one and he put a blue one. <laughs> it's been it's been a while since we've seen that. That man knows how to make money. Yes, they play they play some Tupac songs. They played um, a little bit of I Ain't Mad at You. They, they, they played, played the the intro like uh, Dre was playing I Ain't Mad at You on the piano. On the piano while Eminem took a knee for Colin Kaepernick, or to pay respect to Tupac as he was playing <laughs> I Ain't Mad at You at the same time. Whichever, whichever story you want to believe. Whichever story you want because <laughs> I don't believe the, I don't believe the Kaepernick one because there's no context to it besides him taking a knee. Oh, like, no, there's, there's context. He there's context, big. but like I feel like it's a reach. Might be. Might I think be. it's a little reach. But like, if he did it for Kaepernick, good for you. If you didn't, good for you. I don't. Care. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't care either way. Uh, all I care about is Eminem had one song. That's all I need. <sighs> But I will tell you, a live rendition of Lose Yourself is a lot better than the regular Lose Yourself song. Especially with Anderson Pack back there going sick. Anderson Pack on the drums was a great surprise. I love seeing people I fuck with play the drums as a drummer. It's wonderful to see because that shit's not easy to do. And he was killing it. Absolutely killing it. So good shit, Anderson Pack. Interesting Mm -hmm. side note. James knows how to play the drums. Really? Yeah. This is a conversation we're gonna need to have. So <laughs> I play on um, five instruments, man. Hell yeah! What instruments? <laughs> he is musically inclined. Yes. Unlike unlike Which you, is, Dylan. Which is <laughs> according 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 to, to this fucking bum. Yeah. <laughs> that racist. Which is which is why which is why when I said um. This is why when I was having that debate with with Anthony, I said you're talking to the music guy. He's like, "Oh, you're not the music guy." And I was like, "Okay." Yes, Dylan, did you hear that? I said he wasn't no, the music no. guy. We're not. We're not. We're not. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're not calling. But so, somehow, if I say it to you, Dylan, it means something else. 
But that's not what you said. Yeah, that's not what you said. <laughs> that's not what you said. Oh, God. Before I go forward, what music instruments do you play? Uh, what was that? Oh, I'm going to play marching band, quads, um, Me too. baritone horn, bass guitar, piano, and uh, a little bit of electric gar- guitar. A little bit. Before the house was, went on fire, I was teaching myself how to play bass. Slapping a bass. That's, that shit's something I've always wanted to do because I did forever in marching band and jazz band and playing the, the drum set and all that shit mm-hmm. forever. So, hell yeah. Mu- Here we go. Musicians. <laughs> Boom. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> With no musical talent, just his ears. What a loser. What a fucking loser. Loser. <laughs> Uh, oh anyway, my god! I didn't Mary, Mary killed it. Yeah. Mary killed it. She did <laughs> job in part of the performance. People are just so soft. I heard yeah, she laid down in the middle of the in the middle of the stage. She did. Yeah, yeah, yeah she after, did. After she sung no more drama, she gave everything, and she just she, she, gave she it really up. gave everything. That was that was she did it. She killed it. She killed yeah. it. Kendrick came it. out and did his thing too. Like it was just a solid performance, like solid one after the other after the mm-hmm. other, like great half show. With with Kendrick's performance, did you get ah? I can't wait for him to drop an album, or was it was like it was that performance? No, it was good. It was, it was a performance. It was good performance, but it's also like, fuck, I want a Kendrick album. <laughs> okay, I mean he didn't he didn't need to perform for us. To he didn't need to, for but like it just, it just reminds you that he he doesn't have an album out right now. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just like, man, I would like some new Kendrick. It's like, damn, 2017, dog. It's been five years. It's been Come a while. On, like, you're here Come doing on. this. Where's my music? He did what? Uh, I think he did Mad City, I think. Mm-hmm. Mad City. And I know he did all right. And I know he did all right. Yeah, he did all right in Mad City. Yeah. Fantastic. So solid. And then. Surprised he didn't do Humble. Yeah. He got squeezing time. <laughs> Yeah. Now, nah, all right is one of his biggest records, so you gotta. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because they still had to get in another Drake song. <laughs> <before it> <laughs> <ended>. <laughs> that's that. That's that one right there. That's that but, one right there. Going into the second half, first play of the second half. Was it that uh, T Higgins Tugger? Egregious non calls. And I wish Rogers, we all watched the replay because we're all sitting here. We all know Jalen Ramsey's great. We all the only, who's the only person that caught it? This guy. This guy's the only person that caught it. Yeah, but the, the thing is, let's not act like Jalen Ramsey had a good game. Like, dude was, he was getting, getting cooked all night. night. He was getting cooked, cooked all night. Like, absolutely cooked. Towards the end of this, too. <laughs> but What's, who was he guarding? He, so he was guarding uh, Jamar Chase Jamar for Chase. most of the night. And then he there's a couple stats where he was on uh, T. Higgins. Mm-hmm. And the first play of the second half, T. Higgins catches first a 75-yard touchdown play. pass on one of the most egregious off no-call offensive pass interferences I think I've ever seen in my ever life. Seen. I've... Him and Jalen Ramsey are running just step for step. And as the ball is coming in the air, all you see on our J- TV screen Jalen is goes T. Like Higgins this. jump. And Ramsey go to the ground. And I said, whoa. He just got, like, slammed on the ground or something. It's a touchdown. They show a replay again. 
and Roz and everybody are like, oh, that's not that bad. And I'm sitting there like, oh, like, what do you mean? I was like, you, you didn't see that? And then they played it again. He grabs his face mask and like snaps his neck to create separation. Like he literally just goes back and is like, what? Wow. To get it and like no call. And Jalen right Ramsey sitting there the, the whole time with, on the screen just like, what like, team is Jalen Ramsey on? The, the Rams. Rams. Mm. You could see, James, you could see the steam coming out of his helmet. He was so mad because the referee was right there. I don't know how he did not see that. And I, was I, said it, I said it there. I was like, this might cost the Rams because Jalen's going to lose his mind. He's going to lose his lose, He's going to lose his mind. And he's just going to shut down mentally because at the time, that was a big that that might have been the Super Bowl. That was it. They was losing that. Yeah. And they came back and then the very first play by the Rams, Stafford throws an interception. Throws a interception. So it's like momentum took his crazy Ooh. shift. Mm-hmm. The, the receiver that took over for Odell had the ball hit him in the hands and he he popped it up right into the Bengals' hand interception. Which would have never happened if that was Odell. But because mm-hmm. he would have just came but, down with it. Yep. So on consecutive plays. 75-yard touchdown, interception. Bengals have the ball at, like, the 35. <laughs> Luckily, the Rams and defense like, came to whoa. play. Because, like, this is where I think Aaron Donald deserved to win the Super Bowl MVP. Because literally the whole second half, they were dominant. Well, Roz called it. Roz called the moment. Roz called the moment. Because there was a moment where Joe Burrow is rolling out to his left and Aaron Donald is chasing him and Aaron Donald shoves Joe Burrow out of bounds. Push, like, pushes just him out of bounds. Pushed him out of bounds. It was a hard shove and then all of a sudden the whole Bengals offensive line goes over there to like fight Aaron Donald because and that's what you're supposed to do. Defend your quarterback. You defend your quarterback. And one ah. of them smacked Aaron Donald in the face. <laughs> like smacked Aaron Donald. In the oh, let's not act like Aaron Donald has been choking like half the league. But man. they deserve it. <laughs> Aaron Donald don't play that. Play. But Aaron Donald's a bad man. So like, he's he's, a bad like, man. Let's so, not forget. Let's Aaron not forget the same dude that walked from the sidelines to go into the field <laughs> to literally put his hands in someone's face. Yeah. But at, literally, it was that moment. And one, I, I, I will be. Uh, here's me ra- giving myself a pat on the back again. I said Aaron Donald would have beat up all those offensive linemen by himself at once. <laughs> nah, I, I, I was, um, I was looking at some of like the they put up some screens of like, like some of like the situations Aaron Donald's been in this past season. He's had like four people at one game try to block him, like literally upwards to four or five people just hit. Like it's just insane. Like he is. Yeah, he's one of the greatest defenders of all time. He's he's one of two. It's one of two. Him and it's LT. I can tell you who's not one of the one of the greatest defenders of all time, Mister Eli Apple. <laughs> we'll get there. So it seemed like after the whole Bengals offensive line tried to fight Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald proceeded to have 26 quarterback pressures and two sacks for the rest of the game and uh-huh. completely shut down the Bengals offense. That was hot. Hot. I mean, I saw a picture that um, it was a picture of um, Jamar Chase 
and he was wide open. We'll get there. Yeah. I have that loaded up. So we we get there. Matt Staff, let, let's just skip to the two minutes left in the game. Yeah, because right? that's a, I mean, that's kind backers, of what happened. Back and forth, back and forth. Back and forth. Defensive. Stafford gets off the field limping after taking a big hit. Joe big Burrow, hit. the next possession, gets off the field limping after taking a nasty hit. Yeah, he got rocked. He was getting killed. Got sacked seven times, most times in a Super Bowl. Or tied for the most. Nope, tied for second. I think uh, no, Staubach got tied eight. He was eight? I thought it was seven, seven. I think, He's been I think somebody's got eight. He's been staffed like, what, 70 times this whole year? Yes. Which I also think uh, Zach Taylor needs to figure out what his fucking life is because he that whole second half he was not doubling Aaron Donald at all, and this is exactly the result you get. It's two minutes left. Nobody, the, the Rams have nobody. They have Cooper Cup and a bunch of bums. And we're just like, hedge your bets, Cooper Cup, do whatever you got to do, get open, you're getting the ball. And he got the ball what seems like every single play they and had a 78 yard drive. They had a 15 play drive. He had seven catches on the drive. Hey, man, that's why you get, that's why you pay Eli, man. That's why not, you give him the, <laughs> not to mention him getting into the, the red zone. And getting and two calls. All help, all help <laughs> no penalties get called all game. Up until we get to the red zone with under two minutes left, where Cooper Cup is getting yanked at the hips by uh, the linebacker Wilson. And Which then I he, still think was a, the right call. That was I the right call. I've seen a lot of guys saying that's a bad call, but I'm like, you no, no, that was the right call. call. He literally tweeted this. You that tweet was because if you don't do that, Cooper Cup gets the catch. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he, Wilson was not jumping in front of that to stop that at all. And then Eli Apple gets hit on a nasty hold. <laughs> and so then uh, there's a uh, a nasty hit on Cooper Cup on what seems to be a touchdown pass. But penalties on both sides, helmet-to-helmet contact on the Rams, and then a holding on the Bengals. So they get to redo that whole set. So now we're three penalties back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. The ball's on the one-yard line. Stafford goes for a QB sneak, doesn't get it. And then Cooper Cup is lined out wide. On one one on one coverage with Eli Apple, and I'm like, yo, he's gonna fade out. And he just caught over Eli Apple's head top after Eli Apple's talking all this shit. Talking all this shit heading <laughs> into the Super Bowl. Just to get roasted in that last possession <laughs> on holding call and defensive pass interference and all this stuff, just to get shit on. And, and, and he made it look easy. Easy. Like Coop, like he didn't Cooper Cup just went in there and was like Cooper clutch. Boop, boop, boop touchdown. Mm-hmm. No chance. <laughs> like and, then, and then we're all sitting there waiting like, yep, this is exactly what Joe Burrow's built for. This Which moment is, right way, here. I, I called it. I said the Rams are going to score, and Burrow is going to have the ball with a chance to win the Super Bowl. And, and Lord, if he, if he would have did it, this would have been a whole We get to podcast. a third and one. We get to a third and one. And with Samaj P. Ryan, he runs a draw with a minute and I think 25 seconds left. He runs a draw, run play right up the middle to Aaron Donald, who with one hand right drags P. Ryan down short. So now it's fourth and one. And Which, by the way, as bad of a play call as that was, we do have to give Aaron Donald because it almost worked. Aaron Donald made a hell of a play. He literally stopped that man's momentum with one arm and pulled him back. 
So I, as much as it's still a stupid play call, it almost worked. And then Aaron the very Donald next had to make play, a play, last the next play, play of the game, Aaron, Aaron Donald's Donald's like, one-on-one nah. with Quentin Spain, turnstile, nah. like you're going to the subway in New York City, just turnstile right through, gets the hit on Joe Burrow, who P. Ryan, again, should have probably dove to catch this because he could have caught the ball. But if you double Aaron Donald on that play, you have this. Jamar Chase drops Jalen Ramsey. 15, 20 yards away from the line of scrimmage. And that's your game. And then you yeah, have I Joe s- Burrow as this mythical figure who just like, it, it, it's Hercules, it's Zeus, it's Joe the, Burrow. That picture. That picture <laughs> I saw this picture. Um, what was this play? Did he get sacked or something? He, he got Aaron Donald yeah. ran through the guard and just yeah. wrapped Joe Burrow by the hips. And Joe Burrow had to just toss it to the running back who could have possibly made a play on this because it, it seemed like the ball was thrown at his feet. And if he would have dove for it, he could have made a play on it. Yeah. But and, it's – if he had just – if you double-team Aaron Donald on this play, you have that wide open. And that's the one, game. One yeah. or two more seconds. And that's and the game. Seconds. I've seen some morons online that talking about, oh, well, if they had drafted him, hey, this wouldn't have happened. I'm like um, – Okay, that means Chase wouldn't have been there. Like, <laughs> and let's not talk about Jamar Chase already. Like in that second half, cooking Ramsey on like a two-yard curl, <laughs> and that he took for like fifteen. Yeah, I, I don't know what Ramsey. I mean, he bit hard on thinking it was a, a stop and go. I don't know what he actually not a stop and go a curl. I don't he must he, have thought it was a curl route. He played it terribly. He played it undercut, but Joe Burrow put he it under- outside. He undercut it, but exactly like he he undercut it, but he undercut it to the wrong side. I mean, mm-hmm. they're lucky that Jamar Chase didn't score on that. If they're not double teaming Jamar Chase on that play, that's a touchdown because he's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, completely gone. gone. So and I mean, then we start. Not only are we looking at the Super Bowl a little bit different, you're looking at Joe Burrow as like, all right, we have to really consider him like a top five quarterback now. Hmm. Oh. You really like, do. Period. period. Like, it's it's Mahomes, it's Allen, and then where does Burrow lie? And then maybe it's Burrow because, I mean, we'd have to is say. He better than Ro- is, he be- is he better than Rodgers? You said Mahomes and Allen. If he had won that game. We don't know what Rodgers is right now. We don't know if Rodgers is playing. I know. He's not, not, he might Until not I know what Rodgers is doing. Well, he, Rogers he, 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 has a re- he has not retired. He is still an NFL player right now. He hasn't so. retired yet. Yeah, so he's still in the NFL. So he's still got to be on that list until he hangs okay. it up. Put him on that list. Well, I mean, and where's Burrow? Because Burrow could still be four. Burrow could still be five. But you have to really uh-huh. consider putting him there. For me right now. What about Russell Wilson? Five, Where does five. he stand? Not there. Oh, you said bye. I thought you said five. Yeah, he's not there. He's not there. Oh, he's not there. Lamar Jackson. Lamar, to me. I'm, to me. Lamar, what are, you no, talking no, about? are you talking about? I mean, no. Why are you talking about in general, like over their whole career? You're just talking about this. No, right now. Right now. now, If you have to pick five quarterbacks, Joe Burrow's got to be there. To me, right now, Aaron Rodgers is, since Brady is retired, Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league. Josh Allen is right there. Patrick Mahomes is right there. Those are the three now. So it's them three. And then, I mean, Justin Herbert looked amazing. Yes, Justin Herbert's got to be in that top five. Justin Herbert's got to be. Herbert has the the brain that Burrow does. Herbert does, man. Look, this is coming from a Ravens fan. 
talented Herbert. as hell. He, he's, he's talented as I think he has better dude. ceiling than Burrow does because his arm is fucking crazy. But Joe Burrow mentally, I think, is like right now world's better than Herbert. Don't I, don't I, don't I, sleep I, on Herbert's clutch gene, man. Like I'm again, not, but I'm not. Don't sleep on Burrow's clutch gene because Burrow no, I know, I know that. Weird. But let, but how on we also got to factor in head to head matchup, and when they took against each other, the Chargers came in and blasted that ass. All right, so let's not act like head to head Herbert top Burrow. You I know, those, okay, great, but. They're the ones, but I th- again, I think Burrow's winning mentality is the. I think that there's only one other person I think I've ever seen this in in a quarterback, and I hate this fucking guy with all my guts, with with everything I have. But like, his mental is is literally Tom Brady. He's on well, that, another level mentally. That was going to be my point. I think we're seeing Brady and Peyton Manning 2.0 with them too. Like Joe Burrow in like two seasons wait, is wait, going so to... what's Mahomes then? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Mahomes, Mahomes is, is closest Josh to Rodgers. Mahomes and Rodgers are are in Allen are more Aaron Rodgers than Brady and Manning. Joe Burrow, I think in two years, is going to be sitting there playing quarterback at such an elite level that it's going to be like Manning and Bray and Brady all over again. I will also say this though to defend Justin Herbert. He doesn't have Jamar Chase. And Joe Burrow does. But he also does have a great wide receiver group. Yeah, he does have a great wide receiver core, though. He still has Mike Williams. Joe Burrow has the better receiver of the two. or like He has the generational talent in Jamar Chase. He has better receivers. But it's also kind of not fair that Joe Burrow came into this year with a wide receiver he already had chemistry with. And that's something you can't That's That's why you go and get these guys. Mm-hmm. But like Burrow to me, he's only going to get significantly better, and he has the mentality you can't teach, and that's the scariest thing. Because my thing is, you look at the Bengals. Yeah, they didn't have a top-notch defense, but their defense came through when it mattered most. Again, the Chiefs game. You know, Herbert's defense that. failed him. Herbert's defense failed him when it again against us. But there's yes. but there's more talent on that. Chargers defense than there is on this Bengals defense. Is that saying a lot? I want the you point. A, how, how many points per game were How many points per game was LA giving up this year, man? Doesn't sound like a me problem. I'm just saying there's more ta- <laughs> top end talent on that Chargers defense there is on this Bengals defense. That Bengals defense came to play on Sunday, though. The Bengals defense played now, above their ceiling this whole postseason. Now, granted, the, the Rams started falling apart like tissue paper, but. <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't stop the fact that that D line came to play. That had no effect on the fact that their defensive line was pressuring Stafford and getting to that offensive line, which is a strength of the Rams. So mm-hmm. I give the Bengals defense credit. That's they, that's they why it's like play. the defense the defense took over, and that's why it's like I would have loved to have seen Aaron Donald get it, but he may not have had like the crazy sack numbers that Von Miller had against the Panthers where he won D, uh, Super Bowl MVP. But he, he he made the game easier for Von Miller to get his sacks, for Floyd to get his sacks, for everybody to be able to get pressure and get the coverage that you need to make sure Burrow can't kill you. And he was everywhere. It seemed like everywhere. every time I hiked the ball, he was in the back. 99 was there. He was there every time. And now we're sitting there with Aaron Donald just is like 30, 31, and is about to retire. And talking about retirement. He better not retire. He better not retire. But why not? 
I understand what he, what he said. Where I don't have enough enough to prove. I got the ring. I mean, that's true. But he got this done in in nine seasons, where he's a seven time All Pro. He's the All Decade Team. He's three time Defensive Player of the Year, Super Bowl champion. Like, there's only one other person you could say is better than him. That's uh, Lawrence Taylor. Mm-hmm. And now it's like. There's literally nothing else for him to do. This is the smartest thing for football players, man. Yeah. It's the smartest thing because at the end of the day, as fans, you don't want to be robbed of seeing greatness, but you also want the great players to go out same. We don't want to see the what happens like rest in peace, Junior Seau, Vincent Jackson, like all these guys who end up going out with with CTE that ends up killing them because you're taking so much contact. You end up having so much like pain medication and you're drinking. You have all these problems. Like you can't walk, you can't do this. And the NFL doesn't take care of players when they retire. So like, why do you want to sit there and do this? This is why guys like, uh, what's his name San Francisco? Uh, middle linebacker for San Francisco. What the hell is his oh, name? Oh, Patrick uh, Willis. Yeah, Patrick Willis. Patrick yeah, Willis, yeah. Luke Keekley, Andrew like, Luck. These guys, Andrew Luck, all retired before they hit thirty. Andrew Luck was getting killed on a daily basis. And was yeah, he was getting, he was getting, so. he was getting obliterated. Like he was Joe Burrow. Yeah, but the defense, the defensive guys, literally are sitting there banging their heads together every single snap, mm-hmm. and you can only do that for so long. And Aaron Donald's got three beautiful kids. We got to see them after. Two of them look like it, just like him. Yeah, just like him. <laughs> just <laughs> like him. So, like, get out, of, get out of the game while you while you can walk out on your own. Yeah. You don't got to be carried out, and you don't got to suck. You go out on top. You go out the best in the world, and that's all you'll ever be remembered as. Like, even with Peyton going out on top, we all remember Peyton playing fucking terrible. Because his neck, his shoulder, and his arm were shot. Mm-hmm. And we just saw Brady go out on his back. Like, still played great, but, like, you're 45 and you're taking these hits. You can't do that. Can't do that, man. Can't do that. Father Time doesn't lose. Ever. And you've been you've been able to avoid getting hit for a couple years. And here we are. You took it. It's like, I got to go. I'd rather the guys go out while they can on their own and make their own decision as opposed to being forced out. Father Time always doesn't not doesn't always come during the game. It comes after sometimes. You know, it does. that's what that's I why that's what great. I fear for Brady. <laughs> that's why it's great for Aaron Donald to be sitting here thinking life after football at thirty, while he's still relatively young. It sucks for us, but like, good for him. That's all I want, especially as a father. Do that shit. Be with your kids. I that's it. That's it. Play that, play that gift of Anthony eating the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> this is Anthony. I think Anthony ate maybe six pieces of chicken while he was at my house, and then took and home an, and then took home another like three. I had five and half a chicken. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony's so- the only person that took a to-go plate. I know. Oh, really? I, I felt like he, t- I felt like he took everything. I was like, I don't want to be rude. Anymore. You know how many pieces of chicken that I had left too. Exactly. I was expecting all y'all to just take it. Like I didn't Woo! expect there to be like the way y'all were talking about that chick. I made two large packs of chicken thighs. I'm like I'm mad. I'm mad. Raz, God, I, I, 
I think it was close to like 14 or so, maybe more pieces of chicken that I made. Like five, <laughs> thinking like everybody gets two, and Anthony's just like, I'm just going to eat all of them. I'm just going to eat everything. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Blame Janice. She was like, yo, take everything, all right? Take as much as you can. Oh, right? yeah. We don't want to clean. <laughs> exactly. So thank me, all right? Give me my flowers, all right? Give me my flowers. You should have took the rest of them. Okay, After- all right, yeah. After Dylan, got his, after Dylan got his complimented by <laughs> chicken, frozen chicken. Watch your ass eat that shit one night too. When you forget to buy groceries, are you hungry one night? You go oh, eat I that. almost made them tonight. Yeah. I should have exactly. prepared them and ate them during the pod. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Like mm, Anthony's chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, yeah, ain't nothing in the fridge. Ain't nobody cooking nothing. Yeah, you know you putting that shit in the air fryer. <laughs> this was uh, this was Dylan. This is Dylan's face after he got all the compliments about his chicken. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the thing is, Janice is sitting here and she's just like, man, all these people are gassing you up. I eat this shit every day. <laughs> I was like, so you're desensitized to it? I was like, this is regular degula day? On the regular degula, I'm eating this chicken and they don't. I was like, then you're special. Like, what the fuck? Make me feel nice. Talk to me nice. <laughs> Yo, I destroyed those beans too. I forgot to tell you, like those beans were on point. Yeah, the rice and beans uh, was really good too. Anthony yeah. kept on telling me to just reserve the bathroom for him because he was going to just shit all over the place. I was like, "You're cleaning up." He, he My God, that, like <laughs> to me, he's sitting there plating himself food. He's like, and I think it, uh, Roz's fiance is like behind him. He's like, "Yo, reserve the bathroom for me." I'm like, you're clean whatever mess you make. <laughs> wow. Didn't, didn't, know, didn't know that part about the party. And didn't, and didn't need to know. Didn't hey, to just, know. you got to prepare for everything, man. got to prepare for everything. Hope, thankfully, it didn't happen. You know, Bill's bathroom is still alive as we speak. But, you know, you always got to prepare. Lord, the biggest man in the room was threatening to destroy my bathroom. It wasn't great. <laughs> At, I don't know hey, how to explain I, that to my landlord. I, <laughs> when we move out, when the house is be, done being reconstructed, yeah, the fucking large gentleman shit all over the place. We can't clean. It. <laughs> oh no, I'm weak. Oh, I'm weak. Oh man. Oh. But well, I mean, with that I being little, said, I think well, that's. I would say, do we do we want to wrap up anything about Odell? I'm hoping he's. It is confirmed he did tear Hopefully. ACL. He tore his ACL. <laughs> Hopefully, the Rams pay him to bring him back and just have himself a season rehab with the with the team. But he was balling. Good for him for getting his Super Bowl ring. He deserves it. I hope he's okay. I hope he's okay. Uh, I will. We will end our NFL wrap ups with this. Dylan. Do it. And now, now now that NFL talk is over, it's over. We go to the NBA for the rest of forever because pitchers and catchers were supposed to report today and they're still being locked out. Yeah, yeah, and that did not happen. And to celebrate, and to celebrate the NBA over the podcast and Valentine's Day. 
You've been on my mind, Sean Marks. Thank you very, very much. You, 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 New Zealand, fuck you. I appreciate you. Happy Valentine's Day to all. NBA trade deadline was a wonderful. So wishy-washy. Just I've hated him a few days ago. I've been consistent though <laughs> on my hate. In March, I've been consistent on my hate. I've been consistent with my hate of James Harden all season. Nah, all he has. He, he, he's been hey, he's been destroying them all season. Yeah, all season. And I've been but, shitting on him when he was doing good. When you were in that Lakers Clippers, now nah, you were Clippers. you were shitting on him. I was like, yeah, man, he owns the crypto.com arena, but when can I get this James Harden all the time? <laughs> and now I don't got to worry about it. This fucking loser. This fucking <laughs> fuck right here. This fucking loser is gone. Not my problem. Fuck this bum. This fucking liar. <laughs> then you have this. Philly was my fucking first choice. Yeah. Yeah. Philly was your first choice. Oh, you forgot to fucking fill out your papers. Oh, shit. Now you, you're going to have to. Uh, you can't opt in. Now you're going to be a fucking free agent. Yeah. This. This is fucking liar. You see this? Get me to Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, Philly was my first choice. Get me to Brooklyn. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking bum. Fucking bum. Loser. Tell us how you really feel about the trade, Dylan. Fucking bum-ass loser. Get this guy out of here. Out, out, out of here. Well, Dylan, mark your calendar for March 10th. March 10th. Can't I'll wait. take it. You can't, can't, can't wait. TNT, 730. Good. Nets at the Sixers. Wait, man, y'all got to face us Wednesday, man. Oh, yeah, we're losing. So you can yeah. go ahead and get your stuff out. Unless yeah. unless you guys end up like doing the Nick thing and like you did to the Thunder last night. Listen, we lost to the fucking Portland Trailblazers and the Thunder. There's no guaranteed Knicks win, man. There's no guaranteed Knicks win, but I think you guys win that game, especially because like, Kyrie can't play. But if Seth Curry comes out and plays the way Seth Curry played yesterday, good luck. Again, who's He's on the fantastic. Thunder? Josh Giddy. <laughs> Another Australian. And then, Meanwhile, and the then. Nets have nothing but Duke players and Australian players on their team at this point. Josh Giddy is nice, man. Josh Giddy is nice. Let's put some respect on Josh Giddy. Does he do the Giddy dance? Love, <laughs> I don't know. We have we haven't been able to cover a ton of it because the trade deadline was so like in the middle, in between pods. So I have all the trades that went down here, starting with the Knicks trade for Cam Reddish, because we never got a chance to talk about that. And now that we're, have, seeing the, we're seeing the fruits of that. And now that I have are, my three Nick brothers here. Are, are we seeing the fruits of that? The hive mind. I never what said it was good think? fruit. We're just seeing fruits. <laughs> what do you all think about the Cam Reddish trade? I still uh, love it. I still play, play the kid, man. Play him. What do you know? Tibbs didn't want him. I mean, at the end of the day, he didn't. He didn't want him. That's so not what he wanted. So he's just not going to play him. That's just how Tibbs. Oh, so what? At he the plays the guy. Got, he plays the guy. At the end of the day, he's got to do his job, and he's gonna be. He's gonna be to his own detriment of why he gets fired because he cannot get out of his own way. Fire Tibbs. I was telling, I told uh, the guys this on Sunday when they were here, and I was talking to Mike about it before you guys got here. Cam Reddish is already like, could be the second best player on this team. 
just offensively, I don't think I think he's a little better than RJ offensively, but I think defensively, he's above RJ. So it's like you could get this two way player that has this like you could call me like crazy for thinking this, but like this Paul George type ceiling where he could end up producing once he like gets comfortable in a system and an offense and end up taking that number one spot from Randall and making it okay to move on from him because that contract sucks. And like, he could be the future of the team if Tibbs plays him, but Tibbs is going to end up fucking himself over out of a job because he's playing all these guys who don't have the ceiling or talent that he does. Hey man. I mean, what are you going to lose at this point in time? I mean, see what happens. See what happens. The only thing I could see is like, he doesn't really give him a shot. And then he pulls the, the, the leash on him early. And then you ruin his confidence. If the, and if that happens, if you're worldwide West and all those guys who are running the Knicks organization, you actually have to think like, Hey, we just sent a first rounder for this kid and you're not playing him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in all seriousness, like I am like legitimately frustrated with the Knicks. Like, you look at our last couple of games, even the West Coast trip. We should have been the Lakers. Definitely should have been the Trailblazers. And then we lose to the Thunder. Okay. Okay, let's say we win. Let's say we beat you out. Let's say we beat the Nets tomorrow. Okay, we got Miami and Philly next. And then after that, seven game road trip. Seven freaking games on the road. Apparently, the West Coast ain't done with us. At Phoenix, at Dallas, at Memphis. Like, Jesus, man. That Dallas team... We'll get to the trades, but like that Dallas team, that Dallas game is gonna be rough on the perimeter front with them getting their guys there. We're already what twenty four eight games under five hundred. Is it eight or nine now? Which one is it? It's eight. I mean, at this point, I can. Uh, I don't know. Well, what's frustrating for me is is like I told like I told you, Anthony, that trip. It's frustrating because they had a double-digit lead in every single game of that trip. Every single game had every a double-digit lead, man. Double lead. And they had a double-digit lead against the Thunder last night also. Yes, that so too, man. That That's what's frustrating is because you can see you see it in spurts, and then what happens is the, I, I've, I've come to the I don't think I've seen a Knicks offense this bad since maybe the, ninth, the early 2000s. Like – their offense is so putrid to watch. It's unbelievable to me how bad they are offensively. That's generous. Shut <laughs> up, Give yourself 20 minutes. <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> so generous there. But that, I get that's it, man. That's how bad this offense is. It's just tough to watch. And as I heard the great, the great Monica McNutt say on the post game show, in the last seven games, the Knicks are a minus fifty in the fourth quarter. Oh, minus fifty in the fourth quarter in the last seven games. That is, you're never gonna win. You're never gonna win. They're they're a three quarter team. That's that. Apparently, that's what it is. But least Julius Randle scoring like twenty eight points a game, and that's yeah, the that's only, it. and that's the only a uh, twenty eight actually, and that's the I said only. 20. Did you say 20 or 20? The 28. Oh, my bad. And that's the only thing that puts a smile on my face about this time period right now. It's like Julius Randle's back. But you aren't winning. Uh, yeah, but Barrett's injured too. So you also got to think we don't have RJ. We don't have Then Rose. play K. 
Cam Reddish. Why are you screaming at me for? I ain't Tom Thibodeau, man. Go talk to his ass. Play Cam Reddish. (laughs) Like, that's so frustrating. No, but and Mitchell Robinson has been productive, too. I like what I've been seeing from him as well, you know? (sighs) It's very Nick-like for the Knicks to have all this potential (laughs) in different areas but not able to put it together. This is... (laughs) what you are used to as a Nick fan. You you see it all the time. You, you know, so it is what it is at this point in time. I don't even find myself getting mad at these type of games anymore. I just know what's to come. But I am upset when you don't play your players, especially if you are if the organization is putting stock into these moves that they make. You know, they didn't they didn't send over the first round pick and whatever they did for to get Cam Reddish front on the center of the bench. They didn't do that. So they sent Kevin Knox and a projected a protected first round pick for Cam Reddish, Solomon Hill, and a second round pick. Yeah. Like you gave yeah, away so, first round pick. So they gave away for this kid. Kevin Knox is absolutely nothing. nothing. Yeah, I mean no no one cares. No absolutely He can't even play on Atlanta. <laughs> he can't even play. he hasn't sniffed the floor with Atlanta. He's just god awful. He just can't play. Sorry, can't. I don't know. I don't think it's his skill or his talent or anything like that. He just can't see see the floor. That's all it is. He can't see the floor. Yeah. No, Kevin Knox stinks. (laughs) Kevin Knox stinks. No, that motherfucker stinks. I mean, that dude stinks. So he's bad. No, no, that motherfucker stink. Stinks, James. Stinks. How would you guys know? When the last time have you seen him play besides garbage minutes? And we just garbage minutes. Exactly. He sticks to garbage minutes. Exactly. He sticks That's to not garbage necessarily minutes. true. That's necessarily minutes. true. He stinks, James. He stinks. Were you the guy pounding on the table for Kevin Knox? No, no. What I'm just I'm just saying in general, you guys you don't know how a player can Race, race to the occasion if he doesn't have those moments. He's only playing garbage minutes, and it is what it is with those moments. So you're just like, oh, he's playing garbage time. He stinks, whatever. You don't see a player's potential. So I really would like for him to go to the G League and see what happens with that. But that's what they I saw him do. stink in the Summer League. If you stink in the Summer League, that's a problem. Yeah, he was pretty bad in the Summer League. I've seen him stink that's in the that's Summer that's League. I remember um, I've I've seen what's the um the short guy he used to play for the Pistons he was like a journeyman can't shoot but he's fast little point guard Rod Rodney Stuckey no uh Ish Smith Ish Smith I've seen him be a superstar in the in the summer league and he is not the greatest player no so, but he always you know, somehow ends up with a, a job somewhere getting playing time but he's a journeyman. Well, he well he just plays on the Wizards a lot, <laughs> which he's also I think on this list of him going back to Washington again, which is hilarious yeah, in his fifth so state. Like... Uh, next trade, January nineteenth, three team trade: Nuggets get Bryn Forbes, Celtics get Bol Bol, PJ Dozier, and the Spurs get Juancho Hernan Gomez, a future second, and cash. Next. The Nuggets won this trade. Oh, we're we're announcing the winners. Yeah, next N- Nuggets win that trade. <laughs> Clippers get Norman Powell, Robert Covington, Blazers get Eric Bledsoe, <laughs> Justice Winslow, and Keon Johnson, as well as a 2025 second round pick. Who I, I'm interested to see who win, who you guys say win this trade because now Norman Powell is out with an injured foot. 
It's tough. If yeah, before the broken foot, I'd say exactly. the Clippers won. You can't, you can't say yeah. that. They didn't but, know he was going to get hurt two seconds after getting on the team. The Blazers get defense, which luck. they sucked on all <laughs> season. They get a ton of defense here to help with rotations, but Dame's not playing for the rest of the year, so none of these guys are going to be on the roster next year. So they freed up a ton of cap space. I don't know, man. Norman Powell is very wishy-washy, and I know this from experience from watching him play and having him on my fantasy team. He's very inconsistent. He'll have a 28-point game, and then he'll have a four-point game. Oh, he'll James Harden. A, yeah. No, no. Worse. Oh, my God. Worse. Uh-huh. Worse. You can't compare that. Don't he'll worry. We'll get to my last game. memory of James Harden when we get to that trade. He'll have a 20-point <laughs> game, and then he'll have a six-point game. And then he'll have a five-point game, and then he'll have a 15-point game. Like it's, It's like... You talk about how um, Jalen Brown can be inconsistent, but bro, it's bad with with Norman Powell. I'm glad you and brought I, up Jalen. Yeah, and I told you guys before who who Norman Powell says his favorite player is and who he get on um, molds his game after Russell Westbrook. Except he's a better shooter than Russell Westbrook. All right, uh, Cavs acquire Karis LeVert from the Pacers. For Ricky Rubio, Karis LeVert and a 2022 second round pick from Miami to Cavaliers. Pacers get Rubio, who's injured, and 2022 first round pick, lottery protected, 2022 second round pick, and another 2022 second round pick, Houston via and uh, via Houston and via Utah. Where did Rubio go? Indiana. But he's out for the season. Yeah, yeah. Out for the season, and I think he's an expiring contract as well. Does he have a torn ACL? Yes. yes. Damn, again? Oof, how many 20 steals has he had? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> but good for Cleveland. I love seeing Karis LeVert and Jared Allen together. He, um, right on cue, had a good game. The, his first game out, what he had, 28, 30? Something like Levert's that. LeVert's the man. LeVert is the yeah. man. I hope he stays healthy because he's another one of those players where it's like, if he can stay healthy, he's gonna he's instant offense. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's just... a firecracker, man. He's a... Mm-hmm. He's, uh, Flash in the bottle, he he gets off quick. Mm-hmm. He loves to put up shots. Yeah, so it's like, and he'll give you some. That's why him, him and Kevin Durant, they like each other because of that. They used to um go at it in the own um, bubble, but he's a dog, man. I would love. It was fun seeing day. them play together for a bit, but Karis Levert with us, it just didn't seem like a good fit going forward. Mm-hmm. That's why it's like that trade had to happen because it's like, yeah, he could have been a six man of the year guy, but there was nobody else really in that second unit that could have helped. He reminds, get me of, him there. he reminds me of a Will Barton. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that. All right. For the first big trade before the trade deadline, Trailblazers send McCollum to the Pelicans. Pelicans get CJ McCollum, Larry Nance Jr., and Tony Snell. Blazers get Josh Hart, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Thomas Sadoransky, and Didi Luzada, and one, two, three draft picks. That's a wash. McCollum's been playing really well since this, he got to the Pelicans. This is the ploy to keep Zion happy. Get him guys who get buckets so they can make a run when Zion decides to not be 330 pounds and play basketball. Let hey, hey, hey. That'll be good to see. No, no fat shaming, man. You saw what they did at 50, man. No fat shaming. 50 was fine. The internet's dumb, but Zion's fat. <laughs> he's a big boy. You seen boy. that? You seen that Mountain Dew commercial? Him and Zach Levine. He looks like he ate Zach Levine. <laughs> so, speaking he of Zach, put, he needs to put the Mountain Dew down. Wait, speaking of Zach, for a second, what's going on with his knee? Like, 
Is this serious? He's back. No. No, but this guy's no. getting. He's no, they said he's getting his knee like a special. He's getting like a um. He went to LA to go see a specialist. Yeah, specialist. Discomfort in his knee again. And it's the one he got the ACL surgery on, right? Yep, same knee. Ooh, well, good thing Demar Derozan's playing out of his mind. Out of his mind. <laughs> out of uh, his freaking mind. <laughs> that that Pelicans one for me is a wash. Also. I, th- I think yeah. that's one of the rare ones where both teams actually win. Yeah, that's a lot. I like, yeah. I like putting just guys who get buckets around Zion so he can just really, like, try to focus on being Charles Barkley and just grab rebounds and take some shots. Like, I think that could be a legit thing and keep his field goal percentage at, like, 65, which is ridiculous. Well, but, I, I like it because C.J. McCollum is going to take some pressure off of Brandon Ingram. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you're looking at the standings, but the Pelicans are in the playing game right now, so they're looking like, "Hey, that's apparently Zion. Zion's been ramping up his stuff. <laughs> and supposedly in really good physical shape from the last time we've really seen him. So, so hopefully, so he gets so, himself in good enough shape to help them I, make a run. I'm yeah, but, Pelicans, but I'm gonna give it a push because Portland is gonna benefit from that trade too, and they got some picks. So, well, they jo- keeping Josh Hart, getting Josh Hart back is gonna be huge defensively." Because you get a three and D guy, especially when we don't really know what that this this whole Trailblazers team is just gearing up for next season mm-hmm. to get rid of it because they cleared up I think like sixty million cap space in trades, mm-hmm. so like that's a lot of money to be freeing around just this year and trying to make a deal to get another star in with Dame is going to be priority. Who will play well and mesh because they're all in on Dame. Dame's going nowhere. But Chauncey and their new GM and all those guys are going to be working with Dame and see what he wants. So hopefully he gets something good. Next trade is the trade I was actually really upset about because I think the Kings are stupid. Uh, the Pacers get Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson. And the Kings get DeMontis Sabonis, Justin Holiday, and Jeremy Lamb. They got rid of their best fucking player in Tyrese Halliburton. He's in Indiana? Yeah, and he's playing well in Indiana. And then they're gonna get back on Rubio. No, he's out no, for the he's year. he's he's out for the year. No, no, I'm talking about next, next season. season. Then they're gonna yeah. get him back. How, yeah. And where's Brogdon? Is Brogdon playing or is he hurt too? He's hurt. He's out. He's out. Yeah, he's out. So but you have not out you for have the a, year, but when they all get back, man, they're gonna have a backcourt of Brogdon, Halliburton, Buddy, and Rubio. That's ridiculous. That's a really good backcourt. That's like a solid backcourt. And Halliburton can go get you a bucket whatever he wants. Apparently, like he's like super efficient on catch and shoot threes and like you know, like pull up threes too, like forty something percent, like top five in the NBA. And the Kings got rid of him <laughs> for Sabonis. That's the sacramental way. As crazy as it sounds, it it Indiana probably got the better of this trade. But when you get into the other deal that Sacramento made, I like what Sacramento did. I thought Sacramento, as crazy it sounds, got got a little bit better. They're they're a more balanced team. What did so they get? Indiana get won this. Indiana won this trade, but I think as a whole, Sacramento actually did benefit themselves. Who did Sacramento get again? We'll get there. Well, in this uh, trade, they got Sabonis and Holiday. Aaron yeah, Holiday. Sabonis, Ho- Justin Holiday, and Jeremy Justin, Lamb. Not Aaron, Justin. Yeah, they got Jeremy Lamb. So. Mm. But they got rid of the best player to do it. 
Uh, I'm going to skip this Thunder trade for Akpala. No one cares. It doesn't matter. Uh, and uh, we got a familiar face here. Uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker is on the move again. <laughs> After already being <laughs> traded once. <laughs> Fun fact, he found out he was being traded when he got to Portland. Or to the facility. And then he found out he got traded again from Portland when he landed in Portland in the airport. So he had to get on another plane to That's get so to Utah. Up, the business of this game is crazy. That's so fun. That's so fun. So the Jazz get Nikhil Alexander-Walker and Juancho Hernan Gomez, who also was traded. This is the second time he was traded. Blazers get Joe Ingles and Elijah Hughes. And the Spurs get Thomas Sadoransky. That's another effed up trade, man. Joe Ingles, he's a, he's a Utah lifer, and they traded him so he got injured. That's it's so stupid. That's so messed up what they did to him, man. He deserves better than that. He does deserve better than that, but he was not playing good this year. He's on my fantasy. He was good. He wasn't as good. He wasn't as good as last year. He did dip a little bit, but he was still giving them like what 14 off the bench. I mean, like he wasn't regardless of if he was playing well or not. They need him to get 20. Regardless of if he's getting 20 or not, anyway, the Utah Jazz are going to be that team. They're going to be that position. What's that? Slot five, six. They're going to be that, and they're going to be a first round out like every other year. They don't, they need. Oh, man. It's almost like I spent all that time shitting on the Jazz for everybody to, to wow. be right here with well, me. Well, but the thing, no, but the thing is, it's like, okay, this is not the NFL. I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, NFL, yeah, you just need to get to the playoffs. You have a chance. If <laughs> you ain't like that. We're talking about this whole play-in tournament. In the West, you don't want to be no game seven or eight seed. You think you have a chance beating Phoenix? Hell no. Warriors? Hell no. And Memphis is looking awfully close to being a hell no, too. I mean, let's just keep it above. You don't want to be six through eight in the Memphis West. Memphis is a team nobody wants to play. Nobody wants to play. The Memphis game. is that team that nobody wants to play. You know, you say that, but I don't think the veteran teams in the West are afraid of that. Like I don't think well, it depends Dallas, on matchup. I don't think Dallas, Dallas, is Dallas doesn't of, want to play them. Dallas, I don't know. Them. I don't know if Dallas is afraid of them. Dallas don't want to play them. I still like, see Dallas as a first round exit. Phoenix and just lost KP to to Washington. Phoenix, no matter what they no matter what you want to say about KP and that team, he's definitely um he's a he's a presence on the court. When he's on the court, though, yeah. Dallas actually was a bad example anyway because uh, Tim Harder was injured now, so. Dallas yeah. is Dallas be, don't want to see don't want to see Dallas is gonna slip. But I'm saying like you think I mean, yeah, I mean maybe. I don't think let me put it to you this way. Even though they ran the Lakers off the court, I don't think the Lakers are afraid of Memphis. Because when, when you have LeBron I, James. I, I would say I still don't know who on Memphis is gonna stop LeBron James. Wait, huh? Are the Lakers even in the play in <laughs> position play-in. right now? Oh, they are okay. They're in the play in. All right. I'm gonna skip yeah. this magic and Celtics trade. Because they got Bull Bull and Dozier and traded him for a second round pick. Uh, Raptors trade Drogic to the Spurs for Thaddeus Young, Drew Eubanks, and Drogic was bought out. Yeah, he's a free agent right now. And Drogic is looking to be signing back with in Miami. either Miami, Brooklyn, and like two other teams. Miami, if he goes back to Miami, that's just not fair. He's probably uh, going to go back to Miami. The Suns get Aaron Holiday from the Wizards for cash. Yeah, I got him and Justin confused, but yeah. Suns get Tory Craig in cash for Jalen Smith in a 2022 draft pick from the Pacers. Tory Craig, man. 
he's he's starting to turn into a journeyman early into his career too. What is this? Fourteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, is like no Jeff Green else, when Jeff Green no was on like five different teams in like six years. What are you saying, Mike? There's no turning into. He's a journeyman. But he's a, but he's like a, a premier defensive. Well, they make him try to be. They want to make him that. But well, wasn't Tory Craig on the Suns team last year? Yep. All right, bring him back. They need him. Get him a playoff run. Uh this is where the Hornets start to dismantle everything. The uh, no, no, when the Wizards start to dismantle everything, Hornets get Montrez Harrell for Vernon Casey Jr. and Ish Smith, and a 2023 second round pick. I think Montrez will like playing with LaMelo. <laughs> I think so too. When I saw that trade, I said, you know what? Montrez is going to be a good fit for that team because he likes to run up and down the court, and that's what they love to do. And he will give them hustle and rebounds, and he can be the garbage man. He can, be, he can go out there, and he'll yell and scream, and he'll be the tough guy and protect LaMelo. So I, I think that actually was a very good fit. To me, that trade for Charlotte told me they're going to be in the playoffs. That's that's yeah. what that trade meant to me. They may not make no noise, but that trade to me, they're in the playoffs now. You don't think they would make any noise in the playoffs, Charlotte? I think Charlotte would probably fell to the play-in game, and then who knows from there. I think they could take a team to at least six or seven games. You th- what? Who? Who Charlotte taking six or seven? Well, well, what what seat are they in right now? The, I'm not saying everything. I'm, Charlotte what, what right team? now is nine. They're not. That's what we say. Hello, Miami. They take so right Miami now. No, no, right not now, my, not Miami, not Miami. If they're in the plane I'm, now, they have to play Brooklyn. Well, no, they're nine. So Brooklyn would play the seven seed. Let's assume Brooklyn wins that. They'd be playing. We'd be playing Toronto. Oh, so you guys would be playing. Wait, who's the eight? Who's the eight seed? Brooklyn. Wait. Who's the seven seed? Toronto. Okay, so Charlotte versus Toronto. See, yeah, I, don't know. I, I, I don't think know. Toronto wins that. Yeah, I, Toronto, I, don't know. I think I don't Toronto know. wins that because Toronto know. is playing that future, like that that five years into the future <laughs> lineup of nothing but six ten guys who are playing defense <laughs> and who can shoot threes. So, and if you can slow, I Charlotte think I think the boys got a home court advantage in that series. Honestly, Charlotte, Charlotte will Charlotte will play very well at home in the playoffs. Yeah, they would play very well. They have a good if, let's say crowd. Charlotte gets that into either seven or the eight. They're not beating Miami in a seven game series. I don't think. I don't even no, think no, they no, win no. two games in a seven game series. Say, no, I, no, I give them. I give them one in Charlotte. I give. I, I give them one in Charlotte. And then and then Chicago would be the two seed. <laughs> Chicago, it's up in the air. Chicago would be the team Jack, they could upset. Maybe. Maybe if Zach Levine's not playing. If Levine's not playing, that could be an upset or at least six seven games right there. That one could go six to seven. That one I'll give you, Anthony. Maybe. Because, I mean, regardless, the way DeMar DeRozan's playing right now, it, it looks like it doesn't really fucking matter. Because I, <laughs> I just saw them blow Charlotte the hell out. So Yeah. Yeah, they did. They did. But we're talking a seven-game series. Like, I'll give Charlotte a game three, game four, one of those games. You know, like, at least one, you know. But can, can um, they win one in Chicago? No. That's a tough place to play. Especially no, very they, tough place to that's, play. that's a very – Especially the playoff atmosphere in yeah. Chicago? Yeah. Um, what's the Miami, Miami, I give them one. Chicago, if Levine's not playing, I give them two to three. Milwaukee will blow them off the roof. Absolutely Milwaukee, no chance. Milwaukee, 
Milwaukee yeah. sweeps them. Milwaukee, yeah, Milwaukee sweeps. Milwaukee sweeps them. Milwaukee Cleveland sweeps currently them. is three. Cleveland oh, wouldn't sweep them. Yeah, they might be Cleveland. No, 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 no. I would no, no, they would no, they would lose Cleveland. But if that could be a seven game series. That that could that, definitely be a seven that game. could be a seven game series. But I think Cleveland size wins them that. Yeah, let's keep this clip right here because you guys are gonna laugh. But I'm still not sold on Cleveland. I I don't. I don't, I don't think believe. Cleveland will be this three seed. I don't. But believe. Cleveland is one of those teams that it's it's like in Memphis. Cleveland's not is a bad matchup for a lot of these teams. They yeah. were a bad matchup for Brooklyn. I don't think they're a bad matchup for Brooklyn anymore. No, but I, I think, think now with Ben Simmons lurking, nope, nope. See you later. I Cleveland. think Cleveland, but Cleveland, that's a Cleveland tough, against that's... Chicago. I think would be a problem. Yeah, I, I listen. I don't believe in them. Cleveland against Boston would be a problem. I think Boston beats. Oh them. yeah, we're we're forgetting about Boston. Boston, Boston they've been playing right now, but I don't they've been know. playing. They blew the who they just blow the doors the off. Sixers. Yeah, the six. <laughs> Wait, but Harden was a playing Dylan. Relax. Harden was not Who playing. fucking cares? Dylan, 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 Dylan. Relax. Harden was a playing. Get that fucking ball. <laughs> we'll get to that bum soon. Uh, what I think is the sneakiest trade for Milwaukee of the trade deadline: Bucks getting Sergi Baca. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It was a fourteen trade. Sergi Baca to the Bucks. Clippers get Rodney Hood and Semi Ojale. Kings get Dante DiVincenzo, which I actually hate that they did. Dante DiVincenzo, yeah. Josh Jackson, Trey Lyles, and the Pistons get Marvin Bagley. So Bagley gets to leave one bad organization to go to another. Yeah. I, mean, I know you keep saying, oh, why you keep talking about Giannis? Why you keep talking about the Bucs? Look, Nobody at the end of the day. That. No, you've been saying that. No, to I don't me. care. Yes. <laughs> but no, my thing is, it's like, okay, at the end of the day, I go off of who currently won the title. It's the Bucks championship to lose at this point, you know? So you rock and- with the favorite every single time. Even though they're not the favorite. That's not always the case for me, but the Bucks, they I just think they're gonna win. I, I have them winning. I can comfortably say they're gonna win, they're gonna repeat. I just think in a seven game series, he's I feel comfortable saying Milwaukee. He's well, been Milwaukee. very consistent with this. I've been consistent with it all year. And Milwaukee looks I, very good. Like at look, this point, Milwaukee would be my pick right now to come Yeah. Out. Now granted, the Suns just blasted them, but like listen. But I'm that, saying they're going to come out the East. Come out yeah, to come out the East. And I, I think right now, as it stands, I would pick Phoenix to win the championship. But listen, Milwaukee's right, so right there. But that's a, that's a serious. Oh, my bad. Another bum trade. Celtics get Daniel Tice for like the fourth time, and the Rockets get Dennis Schroeder, <laughs> Ennis Freedom, and Bruno Fernando. Uh, Ennis Freedom got cut. Nobody's going to pick him up because nobody oh. likes him. Uh, oh. Another sneaky move. Boston Celtics get Derek White. Oh, Which, from the Spurs. From the Spurs for Josh Richardson and Romeo Langford and a couple draft picks. Derek White ha- is going to be one of those keys to Boston playing really, really well because his ability to play make and his length and defense. He could play I, point too. That, that was low key one of the best trades. Yeah. And you're seeing it with how lineup. Boston's been playing. And mm-hmm. Boston yeah. has needed a facilitator for their lineups. That'll be, yeah. be a big lineup if it's Derek White. Jalen Brown, Brown and Tatum. So and why you got, you got Roberts, Robertson? Robert, so why are we still not talking yeah, about Robert the Celtics? Celtics? I don't believe in the Celtics. 
So we, there's still no belief in the Celtics. There's still I don't believe, no. I love Jason Tatum. Did they won tonight. Average, they yeah, they won. They blew the doors off the Celtics. They blew the doors oh. off. Yeah, J- um, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown, and Tatum. They both had 28 and 29. Let me let me tell you my thing. I think Jalen Jason Tatum is going to be one of the best players in the world. Right. I think at one point in his career, he's probably going to average 30, but he crumbles when he plays a, a player better than him. Absolutely crumbles. There's not too many better than him. Like, I've seen only one Celtics game against the Nets where he's played good, and it was the 50-point game in the playoffs. Well, he was, like, the only one doing anything in that series. But, every other, but every other game. I've seen, I've seen the last two years, wherever Kevin Durant's on the floor, Jason Tatum just disappears and shrinks, except for the 50-point performance. That was the only one I've ever really seen him do anything. Mm. Yeah, but when did that's, Brown that's, get injured last year? That's situational because when they was in the playoffs playing against the Cavs, when he dunked on um on LeBron as a rookie, you yeah. know he has these I'll flashes. So I don't think that that's going to be something that's going to continue. I think eventually he'll gain more confidence playing against Kevin Durant. I don't see that happening with any other any other player besides I've Kevin only, Durant. I've only seen it, but it's like but I can only tell I you what I see, mm-hmm. right? And every time, even regular season, every game I've seen him play against Brooklyn, he just disappears. The last game they played where Brooke, uh, Kevin Durant and James Harden were healthy, he had like 14 points on like 23% shooting on the field. Mm-hmm. And it was just like unbelievable because Kevin Durant was just knocking down every shot. So it's just like I don't believe in them because if you're in a situation where you have another superstar on your team, Tatum kind of just like – Disappears a little bit. As much not as tonight, obviously, but this that's, that's because Tatum can't get the assignment of being. Tatum can't get the assignment of being the uh, the two way player. It has to be Brown that does that plays the Pippen mm-hmm. to um to his Michael Jordan type of thing. Brown has to be the guy that gets the defensive assignment and still give you a little bit on offense versus Jason Tatum giving you a lot on offense and a little bit on defense. That's how it has to work in order for them to beat. But that's that team when they had Harden because then you put Tatum on Harden, you know, even though he's going to probably give you a little bit of fits as well. But then defensively, Harden is not going to really do much. So it's like a wash, you know. So (coughs) Harden being gone, I mean, you still, I think you still put Brown on, on KD just to be a little pest. Because you're not going to stop KD from scoring. Nobody is, you know. But well, I think you go Marcus Smart. Well, actually, KD. I would say I think Marcus Smart is going to guard KD. <sighs> he's still shooting over a chair, man. He's only going to. He's I mean, probably those gonna are the guys who always give KD problems. Yeah, the PJ Tucker type of. I'm just going to play body to the body. Tony Allen's, the PJ gonna, Tucker's, the Marcus Smart. Score. KD's going to yeah. score. We know he's that. Get but his. It, it, the, 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 the thing you try to do is just make it hard for him. You just try to make KD have to work for every shot. And if he scores, he scores. He's he's one of the greatest ever. And then so you throw a different body on him. But like I'd rather exactly. have Jalen Brown on Kyrie Irving. I would that's the Length. exact matchup I would mm-hmm. like I would do too. And then hey, listen, Jason Tatum versus Ben Simmons. Listen, Jason Tatum, you gotta you gotta go win that. You gotta go win that. You gotta go win that. But this is if Ben Simmons come uh, we'll get we'll we'll get here. But like if Ben Simmons comes into 
play for the first his first time in Brooklyn, and he's just all world defender Ben Simmons, and it's all he's going to do yeah. is it's follow Jason Tatum up and down the court. It's going to be hell. It's going to be hell. But if Jason Tatum, I like Dylan. Like I hear everything that you're saying, but for Jason Tatum, if you're that guy, you have to go win that. Yep, you have mm-hmm, to go win that battle. And I'm not saying Kevin Durant's like not a good defender. He is a good defender, but he's not a better defender than Ben Simmons. And Kevin Durant nope. shuts down Jason Tatum. Nope. So, and, oh, like, and to that point, they may switch out. They may go back and mm-hmm. forth to save each other fouls. So in that 50 point say, game with Tatum, all they did was just just switch defenders and get KD off of him to get those points. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're playing a lineup where you have Ben Simmons on him and then you're switching to KD on him, that's not that's not a great switch for you. Yeah. So, like I said, I I, I you know he's a dookie. I I I generally like Jason Tatum. I hate that he plays on Boston because I hate Boston. I generally like Jason Tatum. I want him to take that step because, you Me know, too. LeBron's getting old. Look like KD's Great getting for up basketball. Like, exactly. Like, we need new superstars. I want Jason Tatum to take that step because I see he can. I know he can take that step. It's but you, you got to prove it. You got to prove it. I can't, can't defend you forever. You got to step up. Well, that's a that's that's a good conversation. I mean, the same thing we said about the NFL stars, the you know the up and coming future quarterbacks. You know, you look at the NBA players. You know, who would you put up there? Who is the next in line? But we saw the the young quarterbacks do it this year. Excuse me, this year, Tatum. This is the year he's got to like strap up. This is time. Like Brett, say what you want about Brad Stevens as a coach. I don't think I think he's very overrated in his time there and not being actually like a great coach. Ime Udoka, who actually is like trying to coach basketball, has finally got them listening about like a philosophy and a culture, and it's working. This is where it's like, all right, your your team's finally gelling. You're getting going to the second half of the season. You're winning games. You're hot. You're currently the the sixth seed in the East. Like you're three games out of first place, like you can like, possibly Boston, do something. It's run time, man. They can't. It's time for Jason Tatum to put up or exactly. shut up. Exactly. He can't lose in the first round again. He can't if lose he loses in the first round. round again, it's like, well, what are we going to do? What can you do differently like, with this team? If if they go to the second round and Giannis runs them off the court, then fine. Giannis ran you off the court. But you <laughs> got to get to the second round though. They can't. They can't lose to the, the second round again. If you if they get bumped in the first round, they have to think about reconstructing the team and who they're going to build yeah, around. They got they got to think about blowing it up. They got to pick one. If they lose in the first round, they got to pick one because it, we can't we can't just keep doing this. Mm-hmm. We, can't, we can't just keep doing this. Like I said, uh, they get to the second round and Giannis runs them off the court. Then Giannis runs them off the court. You know, it happens. I really, I really think the biggest threat to the Bucks, as much as I kind of hate to say this, is is this Nets team, like. I will honestly, yeah, I, I just, I know I've heard Miami. I've heard someone say Miami before, but I really think it's this net. Yeah, I, th- I think it's the net. I well, think Miami if ever, is, Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying if everything comes together for Brooklyn, they're going to give Milwaukee fits. It don't matter where, if it don't matter who has home court advantage. They're going to give Milwaukee fits. You know, that that's only, just honestly my thing. The only thing it's going to come down to is like them. Katie's gonna have to play defense because you know you don't have. To, it's gonna be. It's gonna come down to. Well, it's actually what it's gonna come down to is Ben Simmons versus Chris Middleton. That's what it's gonna come down to. Yes, it does. Ben That's Simmons is gonna guard. Ben Simmons gonna be honest. Yeah, Ben Simmons gonna but guard Giannis. But I'm saying the way it's gonna match up, like you, you're still gonna assume Giannis is gonna get his numbers. You're gonna assume that Drew Holiday. 
it's gonna he's not gonna shut no one shuts Kyrie down, but he's gonna make Kyrie work. Yeah. You assume KD's gonna get his number, so him and Giannis can cancel out. It comes down to does Ben Simmons do what he has to do, or does Chris Middleton do what he has to do? Because less Chris Middleton can be dangerous. Not all the time. He, he, he can be a little more consistent, but in the playoffs, he can be dangerous. I I just say, um, if the if the lineup is Kyrie, KD, Ben, Seth. who else do you throw in that line, lineup? Seth, Seth and Drummond. Yeah, Seth, Seth, Seth and Drummond. Yeah. I think you take Drummond out. You put yeah, you Ben Simmons Lamarcus at the five. Already. No, yeah. no, you make Ben Simmons the five, and you need another shooter or yeah. a scorer. Joe Harris. So there's multiple different ways you go with it. Yeah, right? whenever so you come back. Let me blow by this trade, and then we'll get right to that Brooklyn trade. Right, so the Mavericks get Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans. The Wizards get Dinwiddie. Chris Porzingis and a 2022 <laughs> draft pick. I love Spencer Dinwiddie. I love this for Dallas. Keep it going. I will. So, I will never forgive you for saying he's better than uh, what you wrote. He is. Uh, and then we get to the meat and potatoes of the trade deadline. James Harden and Paul Millsap to the 76ers for Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, a 2022 first-round pick, and a 2027 first-round pick. When did Paul Millsap become a part of that? I've never seen yeah, him. He was always a part of it. He was always part of it. He was? He was a part of it. Oh, wow. The problem is Paul Millsap really doesn't didn't play, and he quietly played, played like requested a trade. In Brooklyn, he didn't play. He couldn't see the court. I yeah, didn't know he was even on the Brooklyn. I've never seen his name I, part I, of the trade. I thought he was still in Denver. <laughs> no, he signed with us. No, I knew he was in Brooklyn. I thought um I thought that was a clean I thought they gave up all of that for James Harden. Even even the um the, the reports that we put in the chat, even those they never showed Paul Millsap's Yeah, Millsap name. was like yeah. like a throw in. Oh, but, okay. But like they, because Millsap wanted out. Millsap wanted to go play where he go play and get playing time. So mm-hmm. Brooklyn, he requested a trade like two months ago, and Brooklyn was like, "We'll see what we can do." So they threw him in the James Harden trade. I don't know Siri, uh, but yeah, uh, James Harden, Millsap to Philly, Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond. Um, I'm I'm, I'm going to sound incredibly biased here by saying that the Nets won this trade because we filled every <laughs> need that we needed. With this, and like I'm not gonna sit here and say Philly lost. Like this is very much so a win-win trade for both parties. Both teams. For both teams. Daryl Morey gets his guy. Right. James Harden gets to play the I've always wanted to be in Philly thing, right? And <laughs> B gets a dominant like scorer. <sighs> if the if they get the bet the the James Harden they think they're going to get. Because if they get the James Harden that I got, they're gonna be in for a very bad time. Especially because, like, you can't change the fact that you were shooting 31% from the three-point line. Like, that doesn't just change overnight. Like, that has no, but, to happen. And no, but he has the thing to play is, himself into shape. No, no, but the thing is, I've been telling you, Dylan, like, again, during this whole run, James Harden has been playing like he just didn't care. He didn't. Like, he just didn't give there, it to a rat's ass about being on the court. Like, he just played so sloppily. He just he wasn't distributing. He was taking bad shots. Like, Lord, he was taking well, Here's the thing shot. about the taking bad shots thing. James Harden is the king of taking bad shots. Like, yep. he takes bad shots a lot. A lot of the NBA, like, superstars take bad shots. They just go in, right? So you will keep taking them until they just don't come in. But with all the reports of James Harden being mad at Kevin Durant and Steve Nash for wanting to run a motion <laughs> offense where there's wanting ball to movement. pass the ball. 
instead of playing Whoa. ISO. Like we've seen ISO ball not win for over a decade. Wait, ISO but that doesn't but, win. But the, but then again, that feeds into the mentality. Again, a big part of that is that he didn't want to be there. He wasn't happy. He wasn't happy with Kyrie's situation. He wasn't happy with Brooklyn. He wasn't happy with the way the offense was being run. They literally said he would roll his eyes in in, in the in the timeouts, like like roll his he, eyes he, because of plays being drawn up for Kevin Durant and not yeah him. he he wasn't imagine happy. Imagine thinking that you're better than Kevin Durant. Look, look, you you I, you're I, I out here listen, screaming from the mountaintops about how you want to be in Brooklyn, right? You get me to Brooklyn to play on this team to walk into a title, right? Granted, we didn't get that because we had injuries and it just didn't work. And the team, these guys played 16 games together and it's now the biggest what if in NBA history, right? And the second you get out into the offseason, you're like, all right, we're going to change everything. We're going to go from running this smooth offense where everybody gets the ball and we're fluid and nobody's really being the black hole in the offense into, hey, we're going to stop moving the ball. I'm going to run the offense forever, and then I'm going to take all these shots, and I'm going to be the guy who closed out games while Kevin Durant is my sidekick. That's literally what he wanted. And everybody here who understands basketball knows that that style of basketball does not win. It's ball movement. It's controlling the clock. It's taking smart shots. Even like you can do whatever you want about Milwaukee's hell, right? They still move the ball, and they still got their guys' shots. Regardless, there was no one guy who was just like ISO. Like, yeah, Giannis did his thing, but he's dominant, and he proved his way through the playoffs, growing and getting better series after series, game after game. And they need the ball. Well, they- hold on. I know this is a what-if scenario. I, I know, but – you know, going back to James Harden, my thing is, it's like, go back to many, many years ago to when the Warriors took against the Rockets, that seven-game series. A lot of people say Chris Paul doesn't get injured, Rockets go to the finals. They do. I, 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 so, I'll give you that, but... So, I mean, again, I saw Ball almost damn near took Harden to a championship, so you can't... No, but that's not how that team ran. Not how Chris that, Paul that. doesn't run ISO Ball. Granted, James Harden, I think James Harden led the league in assists that year. If not, it was the year before, but Chris Paul still ran the offense and got everybody looks, but they also missed 26 three-pointers yeah, and took well, tons of bad it. shots. When they played iso ball when Chris Paul got hurt. As opposed to getting ball movement. So, like, I think the last person I'm going to listen to is James Harden when it comes to <laughs> winning basketball and him coming out saying he wants to go to a place where they know how to win where Philly doesn't, nobody but Danny Green on Philadelphia knows what or, it's like or, to win. Or Doc Rivers. Yeah, okay, we'll give you Doc Rivers. But, like, those are the only <laughs> two people in the organization who know how to win. So, like, what? what is this? You, you're on a team with Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and Patty Mills, and they don't know how to fucking win? They all have rings. All of them have rings. And all, all of, of them, them contribute of them massively. Too. And they've all been to multiple finals. Multiple finals. Like, so like, what you know. happens in Philly if when Jane, when they start running this this isocentric offense and Joel Embiid starts getting mad? <laughs> because now you're taking the ball out of arguably yeah, the, the MVP. MVP right now. 
arguably the MVP of the league. You're taking the ball out of his hands to feed your ego. And and he has to sit there and watch you jack dribble, 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 three, 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 brick, brick, brick. <laughs> I, uh, well, again, this whole brick, 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 I just don't. I don't. So think you think he misses three open three point shots on purpose? Who Harden? Yeah. No. There's a reason he's shooting thirty one percent, man. Like, and you have to get to right. James Harden, who's not getting foul calls as well. Like that's, that's a whole it. other thing that people keep forgetting about is he's his averages aren't as high because he's also taking half as many free throws a game but I as think he has Anthony, been. To Anthony's point. It's because he's out of shape, and it's because he's dis- he's he's not engaged. I think what Anthony's trying to say is, once he gets engaged, he'll be a little bit more focused, and no. the shots will fall. I mean, it's possible, and that, and, that, and that's what I and that's honestly what I'm trying to say. It's like, yes, we we all know what it's like to try and do something and be productive when you're just not feeling, it, when you're just not in it at all. We all know what it's like to be in that situation. Like, you can't you can't count that out at the end of the day, you know. I just really think, I mean, again, it's not going to fix every problem. I mean, you made a really good point about the free throws, you know. That's something he's going to have to deal with. But I just think everything goes up. I just think his performance just gets better when he's on Philly. And I just, I really think Joel's not going to have a problem with him. Again, Joel, look, Embiid, how do we know Embiid? Every single year in the damn postseason, he wears down. He starts getting a bummy knee, starts getting leg back issues. He's playing hurt in the postseason every damn year. Harden takes some of that load off of him. And again, don't forget these stuff to buy his Do I have to sit here and then say there's also another guy on that team who no longer wears number 13 because he's retired in Philly, who now has to wear number one, who has a beard, who also disappears in the playoffs? You talked so fast just now. Can you repeat that again? <laughs> that well, was super fast. Certain, I know, there's also I know he talks real fast, but if you listen real fast, he doesn't have to slow it down for you. So <laughs> there's a certain guy who just got on that team who also tends to disappear in playoffs. Most recently getting hurt with a hamstring injury in the Milwaukee Bucks series. And then the year before disappearing in the game in what, uh, the playoffs with Westbrook. And the year before. And the, the year before. And the year before, so it's it's t- it's a tough look to say that Harden could take the load off of anyone when Harden couldn't take the load off of himself. Before you and, kill it, does does this mean that I was right? Because yeah, you could be right. I, I surely both things can be true. That James Harden was going to be the reason that you don't win a championship and you wouldn't get one with him <laughs> on the team and. He's gone. <laughs> I'll give you that, he but he get a chip with him. I'll give you that, but if Kyrie doesn't get hurt in that Buck series, we don't need Harden because we were gonna we were gonna win that series. We saw how it was; they had no answer. If Chris but Paul doesn't get hurt, James Harden has a ring. Does he? Does yeah, he? Well, maybe not. Maybe not. Cleveland maybe not. Cleveland probably does beat them. Cleveland probably beats them. <laughs> Cleveland probably beats them. But now well, again, the Nets side of things, right? Where again, I say the Nets won this trade because we addressed every area of need. Where James Harden was complaining about floor spacing, that gets addressed with Seth Curry, who's a great three point shooter, great shot creator, 
and good facilitator, which I got to see firsthand yesterday because I didn't really understand how much of a facilitator he really was because I haven't watched a ton of Seth Curry in a while. But seeing him take these mid-range shots and then creating shots for everybody else was fun to see. Andre Drummond, who sucked in L.A. but has been playing really good in, in Philly this year, comes to our team and now gives us a body against the teams that have been fucking us up on the inside because LaMarcus Aldridge can't bend his knees. Go ahead, James. Man, I think it's adrenaline. I don't think they suck, um, Seth Curry and Andre Drummond. But I do think that last night's game was all adrenaline. No, 100%. Yeah, so you're not going to get those those outputs every night from Seth Curry. Oh, I know. 20, 21 in the first three quarters, you're not going to get that. No, I understand that. that. But so, the, he yeah. has the ability to, to do that, right? So, And then you get Ben Simmons, who is a facilitator, all-world defender. The thing that I like Ben Simmons the most in is transition. And I've been speaking about pace for so long, James. So I know. long. I got to keep throwing throwing this out water there. on the fire. But I, but I, gotta keep, I don't I gotta know keep what I'm going to get out of Ben Simmons exactly, until Ben Simmons exactly. is there. But you know, you don't I can know only what go you're getting until he gets on I the see. court. I can only go off of what I know Ben Simmons to be at this point. Right? Two seasons ago. And what, and what was that? Well, it was last it's season. It wasn't two seasons ago. It feels like it, right? But, all it right, feels so like la- it was only last season. So last season, you go off of what you know, right? And what do you know? What has he been chastised of? His free throws. Free throws and shrinking in the moment and mm-hmm. not putting up offensive um, outputs and everything like that and not making the right decisions. When you look at that, is that what you're looking for? You're hoping you're getting earlier season Ben Simmons as well prior to that moment. I'm but hoping, he's been gone for so long, you don't know what you're going to get. I'm so hoping, hoping I get the, best, the Ben right? Simmons that uh, leads the NBA in creating open three-point shots. I'm hoping I get all-world defensive and uh, Ben Simmons. I don't need Ben Simmons. Like I know I was saying last week, if Ben Simmons can give me 18, 8, 8, I'll be okay. I don't need Ben Simmons 18. Because if you're provided shooters who can, if he and he's really this guy who create open three point shots at a higher rate than anybody else in the NBA, I don't need 18 from you. I need you to spread out and get them nine, six, 12, and then you give me 10. But you're also rebounding and playing defense and creating offense that way. I don't need you to be doing anything else. I need you to be making life easy for Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I mean. If I, I can get that out of Ben Simmons, like I just need Ben Simmons at 75% of what Ben Simmons is for me to feel really good about this. Mm-hmm. Because now if you look at it long term, the only two nets that are only three nets that are on the books for the next five years are Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, and Joe Harris. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, there's a long-term plan here now with those two. If Ben Simmons is apparently is going back to being normal Ben Simmons, then it's going to be a great time. But I don't need his offense. I need his defense. When is he supposed to return? Don't know. He's currently traveling with the team, working with the team, and is on the sidelines for the Nets games, participating in practice and shoot around. Uh, 
This was Dylan last night when he saw Ben Simmons on the bench. That was 100% <laughs> me last night. <laughs> 100% me last night. No, That's but he, he, he looks happy, though. I'll give him that. Well, <laughs> my favorite thing about the Ben Simmons trade is him being emotional on the phone with Sean Marks and Kevin Durant saying thank you for wanting me. Because a lot of his stuff was so mental in Philly where he felt he took it so personally in that he felt personally attacked and thrown under the bus and he was thrown under the bus, but like deservedly. So like he, he shrunk in the moment. And and beats an asshole. He's ruthless. And beats very much so an asshole. <laughs> but Ben Simmons supposedly will be making his debut with the Nets after the all-star break. So probably when KD comes back. When is KD supposed to come back? After the all-star break. So March 10th, You'll probably see Ben Simmons in the lineup. You'll we'll probably see time. everybody in the lineup March 10th. It'll be oh, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Seth Curry, Ben Simmons, Lamarcus Aldridge as your starters, and then you'll probably bring in Drummond off the bench. Ooh, I'm so tempted to just want to make a bet to that game because I, I I'm I'm, I'm a I don't James want, I can't fan. make a bet on that game because I don't know what that my Nets team is going to look like. Well, predicated on everyone being there, I'm just like. Well, it's so not even everyone being there. I do, if that's the first game playing together. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to look like. Yeah, I expect of a lot thing. of running in transition. I mean, Dylan, he already owns you a, a 12-pack. You're up a, a 12-pack. So I am. I am. You, you have, you have Wait, house money. I thought I, I only owe you, Mike. I was involved in that no. bet, too. You yeah. were? Yeah. Were you? You owe, you owe two 12-packs, man. Fuck. I edit that part out. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, I, I won't, I will bet every game yeah. after that, but I need to see them first. All right, never mind. That's awesome. No, I, I ain't betting on that. You don't want to double down? <laughs> no. God, damn, you cheap. He's mad cheap. Again. Jesus. Frozen well, wins I, I, the Super Bowl party. You <laughs> <laughs> spend the five more dollars going to stop the shop. Just take, take that. Hey, hey, that, that, that's, that, that's your 12 pack right there, dude. <laughs> He's what do you mean? That, you didn't even tell me. Uh, you didn't. You didn't even tell. You didn't even tell me what flavor you wanted. Is that you didn't say that? I didn't. I told you to bring whatever you felt like you wanted to bring. <laughs> I, didn't put, I didn't put anything on anybody. I. If y'all want to bring something, great. If no, no. I'm talking about the. I'm talking about the twelve pack. You oh, said I diet I, coke. I did say diet coke. Oh, you said diet coke. Oh, okay. Yes, but yeah. I like this trade more so for a Milwaukee Bucks matchup than anything. Because Agreed. Ben Simmons is the only guy in the NBA who, size-wise and athletically, can stay. In, I think can stay in front of Giannis at the three-point line. I don't think he's strong enough, but he's the only one who could, I think, do a good job on it. Because everybody else has to play off, and now you're going to let him shoot. Can he keep Giannis under thirty points? Nobody can keep Giannis under thirty points. When Giannis but, wants to get thirty, Giannis gets thirty. <laughs> but you could damn sure make his life difficult in doing it. And then that's when it's like, all right, well, if you're switching, now you have your Nick Claxton's who are going to be playing and switching. You have your Andre Drummond's who are going to be switching on the block and helping out. And this is why that Serge Ibaka pickup is actually a very big deal because Brooke Lopez has been out all year with the back. And having but, Serge and Ben Simmons making that. Uh, Serge helps stretch the floor. Even if he's not making his shots, the threat of him making that shot. Because mm-hmm, he can knock it down. Granted, he's he no Splash Mountain and Brooke Lopez, but he he could knock it down. You have to respect it. You have to respect it. But that's a shot I'll live with. Uh, 
Did we all answer the question? And I hate Brooke Dang. Lopez. So, as a net, I hate Brooke Lopez. Yeah, you don't so like Brooke Lopez? Lopez? No, I hate oh, Brooke Lopez. Why do you hate Brooke Lopez? The all-time leading scorer of your franchise. How do you hate Brooke Lopez? I hate Brooke Lopez. Dude, it was balling out for y'all for years, man. You want to know why I hate Brooke Lopez? And it's nothing Brooke Lopez did. And I Harry, and it's nothing Brooke Lopez franchise. did. Devin Harris what? did. Brooke Lopez. I hate Brooke Lopez because of the GM of Billy King, because they saw Brooke Lopez as a number one option on a championship team, as opposed to moving on from Brooke Lopez and getting actual real number one options and moving around. They brought in Paul Pierce and KG, resigned <laughs> D Will and Joe Johnson to play around Brooke Lopez. And for no other reason. And then after that melted down, they still kept Brooke Lopez, who still hasn't didn't evolve with the NBA at that point, was only shooting free throw line jumpers, and still tried to say he was the number one option, then go out and get fucking Thaddeus Young to go be his number two because Brooke Lopez is gonna carry the Nets to the fucking championship by himself in a league that was slowly fading behind the three point line, not built on a back to the basket center like it's two thousand and fucking one. So I hate Brooke Lopez because the organization thought Brooke Lopez was more valuable than so, Brooke Lopez actually was. You're so bitter. Very bitter. Come on, dude. When we traded Brooke Lopez, I was fucking to the moon. I was the only Nets fan that was to the moon. Hey, Come there's on. There's a reason man. for that. There's a reason for that, dude. That was, <laughs> was a sad day in the Nets franchise. It wasn't. Sad. Not to me. It was great. Throw a party. I fucking hated Brooke Lopez, man. I was like, get Brooke Lopez the fuck out of here as soon as you can and get us a real player. If you value him so much, that means everybody else must value him that much, right? No, because they're not fucking stupid. He's got That's why Billy now. King jet ruined our future trading fucking nine first-round picks and then another first-round pick for fucking Gerald Wallace. He's got a ring now. Yeah, Bill, oh Billy, Billy King sits here wonders to this day why he doesn't have a fucking NBA GM job. They made a rule because of you, motherfucker. Brook Lopez has a ring now. Good for him. Congratulations. I'm glad he's got it. Because I knew it wasn't happening with us. Three. Brook Lopez is an amazing fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh option. The disrespect. Not a number one option. He was the reason why. And not even the number two or three. He was a big reason why they went to the finals, by the way. I know, but he was their fourth option. Because Brooklyn could do nothing with him. Mm -mm. He was their fourth or fifth option. Oh, we're we're going to completely ignore overtime where Drew Holiday got all the points. Brooke Lopez. What Brooke Lopez was dominant against a lot of teams in that East Coast run last year because they didn't have any bigs, and he also has done a great job evolving. Mm-hmm. He just didn't evolve with us because the Nets couldn't. Lionel Hollins wasn't going to coach fucking Brooke Lopez to shoot fucking. So how can you be mad at Brooke Lopez for your coaching? Because it's him. It, because he's the <laughs> centerpiece around it all. It's Like I said, I hate Brooke Lopez not for anything Brooke Lopez did, but because the organization valued him so much, we couldn't do anything else. So why do you hate Brooke Lopez? I hate the organization. He just said it. It, it. Because he was the centerpiece that the organization felt like was the one. I hate Brook Lopez not because of Brook Lopez. Because of everybody else's value for Brook Lopez and didn't try to get him to change his game or move on from him when you realize he wasn't going to be the number one option. And they always thought he was going to be. 
And guess what? He won a title when he was the fourth option. Like the third or fourth op- like the fourth option, legitimately. Giannis, Middleton, Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez. Great fourth option. I'll take him right now as a fourth option. Yeah, we're eleven again. Yeah, Drew out. Holiday, Chris Middleton, Bobby Portis, Brooke Lopez. Bobby Portis. Even better, Brooke Lopez is the best <laughs> fifth option of all time. Oh all time. man! Splash wow. match, shooting threes in the corner, fantastic. Doesn't do anything. You don't win, BT, like it, it is what it is. I don't fucking care. Really, <laughs> it's all time winning that score. Who won the trade? Who won the trade, James? Oh, Brooklyn, Philly. Uh, wash. It's very much so a wash, but it's like, a wash. It's very much. A wash. A wash, but I will say Brooklyn won because I'm that jaded. But if they won, they won by like two tenths of a point. Yeah, because wash. like I get a Ben Simmons that I don't know what I'm going to get, and Philly gets a James Harden that they really don't know what they're going to get either. I guess on paper, what what looks like a better trade, like. The better starting lineup and depth, I think, is Brooklyn. That's why I say I think you know I think Brooklyn did did get just at least on paper get the better trade. And the only reason we got those two first round picks is because they didn't want to give up Tybal. That's what was the hang up was trying to the Nets were trying to get Tybal or Tybal Tybal however the fuck you say his name, and when Philly was like, "Well, we'll give you two first round picks," instead, Sean Marks was like, "Deal, (laughs) (laughs) them to bite." But the fact that we got Drummond in that trade was just like a win, a very big win for us. He's been playing I just good. hope he's consistent. I just if hope he's, he plays if good. he's just okay, because we've been getting eaten on the inside all okay, season. Okay, he's not going to do it. I need him to be good. No, I need. I, I understand to win, you need him to be good. But our center play, James, has been so fucking bad. And rebound. We've been. I told Mike this before we start recording. We haven't been good at rebounding since we had Chris Humphreys and Reggie Evans. <laughs> and that's been a long time. That's a long time. A long time. And just watching him get offensive rebounds last night against Sacramento was just like rejuvenating feeling for me because it's like, oh my god, we get offensive rebounds. That's a thing. <laughs> because we've we Blake Griffin and Nick Claxton and Lamarcus Aldridge aren't getting offensive boards. Claxton's built like a twig. He's getting bullied. How's Griffin been doing? When he plays, he's okay. Which means Five he's not great. In the first half. <laughs> that, yeah. Five, that, that Nuggets game was so <laughs> so crazy. It's like I'm just like, let Blake Griffin do it all. <laughs> what are we doing? Nobody else is playing. Let Blake Griffin fucking play. But sometimes Blake doesn't play, and I get it. But Blake's the guy who, in the playoffs, is going to be the guy who's giving you that energy. He's going to be mm-hmm. diving on the floor, getting charges. Like, he's important. He's a poor guy to have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yep. I hope this works out for my sake. Yeah. I'm happy. I am looking forward to the um to if 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 the Nets do meet with the Bucks in the playoffs, right? I am looking forward to that defensive wall that they'll be able to put up against um, Giannis because they'll have Blake and Ben Simmons and KD. They're gonna have athletes out there who are gonna be able to fly to try to close out on the three point shots. So that's gonna be fun to see. It's gonna be I, it, you're, like when's the last time you heard that with the Nets in the last three years they're gonna be playing defense, <laughs> right? And I've been preaching all this year. It's like the first half of the year the Nets have been like a like a top ten defensive team. Doe fell off the face of the cliff when James Harden started pouting, and then here we are. We pick up a all world defender <laughs> as we know him to be. If he comes back and is even is that, then it's like oh we're in a really good spot because then we have a guy who can just say oh I'm gonna 
sit down in front of your team's best option. I'm going to lock him up. Hmm. And the thing is, Ben Simmons can still give you points. It's I not understand. that he's just. It's not that he's completely offensively in that. But know? I don't yeah. need it now. I don't need it. I need him to create for everybody else. When you have a Patty Mills, a Seth Curry, and if Joe Harris plays this year, all these three-point shooters around him, a LaMarcus Aldridge who's been unbelievable for mid-range all season. Like if that if he's your center in that lineup and you have Ben Simmons, you can stretch the floor. Mm-hmm. So you have your options. And he just needs to like, find ways to get you the ball. And if that, if Ben Simmons is good at anything, it's getting guys open. I'm like, excited to transition. It's just a default upgrade, honestly, when you think about it. I mean, it just this Grunner Harden wasn't doing jack shit. <laughs> so, uh, James Harden, I've never seen James Harden run a fast break as a member of the Nets. <laughs> oh, this is very funny. <laughs> like that's I've never seen him run a fast break. I see Kyrie Irving push and KD push. I've never seen Harden push. Was this last game the Kings game? The Kings game where he went two for eighteen. 0 for seven from three and had thirteen turnovers. He had four points, right? Four points. Yeah, four Two points. points going into the fourth quarter and scored his second basket with four minutes and 55 seconds left in the game. I was so shameful. I was so Brutal. That, and that's the last memory I have of that guy. Well, I mean, the last memory I have of, of James Harden is him demolishing that Knicks. And one of his few good games. And we could go back to that pod. I'm like, man, I wish James Harden did this all the time. At least I've been consistent with my Harden slander. Very consistent. Put back dunks. And he had fast break points in that game because it couldn't fucking stop. Was it fast break (laughs) or was it mid break? It was fast break. (laughs) Because it was very It was fast. Nah, but I see what you're Nah, I just, again, I see what you're saying, though, about Harden, though. Like, because we just say the same thing about Randall. It's like, shit, dude. You play like this at the beginning of the freaking season, we wouldn't be in the shithole we're in right now. Like, but hey, better late than never, I guess. It's it's, it's great that it's still before halftime, ha- half break, you know? I mean, it's great that. I think a, a man named Drake said uh, a very nice line was better, better late than never, but never late is better. So, <laughs> I hope I hope the Knicks get everything they get out of the rest of the season. Where it's like I hope you guys succeed and get to the playoffs because the basketball world is so much better when the Knicks are good. So like, I hope Cam Reddish plays because I honestly think he fixes some of the issues that you guys have on the offensive side of the ball, and it's going to make Julius Randle's life a little bit easier if he could just put up a consistent fifteen, which I know he can. And then, like, I just, I just don't understand Tibbs. I just don't understand him. He's gonna fuck around and get fired, and then I'm just like, "Yo, Kenny Atkinson, go coach in New York and help can, those young can, guys get great." Can Fournier go with him? Mark Jackson, please. He ain't coaching again. I don't see it happening. Before we move on, I do have one more question to wrap up this Brooklyn Philly, and that is, who now has more pressure on them? James Harden or Ben Simmons? That's a very good question. I'm going I'm to jump out first on this one, and I'm going to think that I'm going to say that is James Harden. reason why I'm saying that is James Harden is because, A, if you're saying that your first choice was Philly to begin with, but you took Brooklyn because you didn't have a chance or an option to go to Philly and you won it out that bad, 
even though you had <laughs> and you went it out that bad and even though you had like a superstar squad with you i'm gonna say james harden for sure i mean ben simmons he has a reason why he was sitting out he didn't he didn't um agree with his teammate and his coach kind of like shamed his game after a playoff on um, how his outing was so he was sitting out he didn't feel like there was any support the morale was down so he had a re- had it um he had something to, a decision to make in front of him and he made it but james harden man you just didn't see that coming if you're um not a nets fan you didn't see that coming and i do believe that he has the most pressure in this situation it's it's always it's it, james harden's the only answer here at least with ben simmons like again mental health not feeling like he was wanted by the organization feeling like he was betrayed by doc and the players and Embiid, and having joel Embiid literally say in like training camp that that guy's dead to me yeah is like that's a tough thing wait so are we sitting here acting like he didn't put it on upon himself so like come on so here's the thing right you're not supposed to throw your guy under the bus no. Don't do that. But Ooh, wait, 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 wait. But what was Simmons doing before that, though? He threw the team under the bus. He, like, How did he throw the team under the bus? He's always saying, I don't want to play for this team. I don't want to do this. Like, he's, like, come on now. Like, again, uh, what, huh? Wait, wait, wait. Huh? Well, I said something many, many, many podcasts ago because I made a comparison. I said Lonzo Ball was a terrible shooter. He worked on his jump shot when he got criticized. Ben Simmons, terrible effing shooter. People roasted him as they should have. Did he work on his jump shot? No, he didn't. He turned into a damn baby. That's why Embiid roasted his ass. Shaq roasted his ass like every other damn day. And there's a reason for that. Let's not act like he put it. He didn't put it upon himself. But Where's all this? Oh, but here's what you're not supposed to do with your, your teammates head, your and your head coach. You, your head you coach cannot you do that. No, I can understand the head coach part. I can, I see the head coach. You part. keep you that private. That. You don't let that get out because now you see that there's discourse in the organization, and now you see that like, oh, we can just keep attacking this guy because they don't believe in him. Like, there's no confidence. So why, if you have zero confidence, are you going to go into this this game, this series, this this team, put in work for a team that doesn't believe in you? Your head coach said you cannot be a starting point guard on a championship team. Exactly. So at well, that point, but like, the thing is, I do see what you're saying, but there are some people who look, who think, who like they look at that same remark and they say to themselves, "Shouldn't that motivate Ben?" Everybody takes things differently, right? That's what Shaq was saying. I, I have, and I agree mindset. with Shaq. I have the mindset that you have, Anthony, and that Shaq As do has, I. That you have to man up and fix it, but I can't fault. Ben Simmons for fit for reacting the way he fit. I can't tell that man how to react. If it you can never him, tell somebody how it to bothered him. Exactly. If it bothered him, it bothered him. And at the end of the day, it shouldn't have been said. It should nope. should have been kept inside. So while you know we would have we would have reacted differently, I can't blame that man. I can't get mad at him for reacting the way he did because he's not me. Who knows why that triggered him? I don't know why that triggered him, but it triggered him. So, you know, while, like I said, it's it's different for everybody. But I I actually think, well, actually, no, it, it kind of, it is kind of James Harden. 
<laughs> well, here's the thing. So I think it's James Harden who has more pressure individually. I think Brooklyn has more more pressure as a team. Brooklyn needs to win a championship now. Brooklyn now, stayed right, final uh, right, title favorites after this right trade. now. Exactly, Dylan. Which they is still stay title favorites. Yeah, they're the favorites right now. They're four to one. Wow. Philly moved That's, up from ten to one to six to one, but so, Brooklyn so stayed the, favorites. The team because Brooklyn, it added depth. You lose a superstar, got, but you added depth. But they lost a superstar. But I mean, they gained a superstar. I think Vincent is a superstar still. Three-time All Star. But again, like, to James's point, we don't know what we're getting. I will temper expectations till after the first game. And once you see me in the group <laughs> chat, him saying Ben is the best defensive player of all time, y'all can't say shit to me. Oh, God. <laughs> Just like I said yesterday, we got the better Curry brother. Oh, God. Could not wait to say that. Oh, I, 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 it was great. It was fun to see. I love Seth Curry. I'm, this is a, this is a Patty Mills stand account. We stand Patty Mills. Patty Mills for the three point championship. We're going to talk we're, about that as a second. pod. As a pod, we're rooting for Patty Mills. No, we're not. No, we're not. Actually, you know what? You know what, Dylan? Because I think the consensus is it. Let's move on because we got to make some picks. We got to make some picks. James, get on up. We got some picks to make. Get on up, man. Get on up. I don't know if you heard, but it's NBA. <laughs> it's All Star Weekend, baby. This it's weekend? A very exciting. Yes, it is yeah, this weekend. Yeah. I'll be North Carolina. Weekend. Let's go. Yes, it right. is. Me and, James, me and James had a very great tradition that we ran on for many years. Of uh, we would stay at one of each other's houses for that whole weekend and just enjoy everything. I'm saying next year we get that popping again, but with all of us. Yeah, I mean that would be fun. That would be fun. Me and James have have memories from those weekends. Yeah, let's go home. We could do. (laughs) Eventually, we'll get a live pod going during that shit. We were all together. That's coming soon. Live pods will be coming. And if we wasn't uh, together, we was on the phone the whole the time. I mean, I mean, we're gonna be texting this whole weekend, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll be because I. A spoil, spoiler, James. I'm free this weekend. Spoiler. Yeah. But uh, let's get to it. Uh, I don't have any graphic for the celebrity game because I don't care about the celebrity game. I'll watch um, it, but I don't care about it. I just so love it. I, I will get up the. Uh, well, I'll do Dylan a solid. Let's do the slam dunk first. Let's do the slam dunk first because I know what Dylan thinks the main event is. So, <laughs> uh, I uh, let me go first. Let me pick first. Let me uh, let me just get the, let me just get your your banner ready for you. Let let the viewers digest that. All right, go ahead. We're keeping it New York, baby. Obi Toppin. Obi win the slam dunk contest for New York. <laughs> That's who we're rolling with. My second pick would be Cole Anthony. I really like Cole Anthony a lot. But give me Obi Toppin. Go New York. Go New York. Go. James is looking at me like I'm crazy. Uh, no, I'm looking at the um the lineup. I mean, I I, I mean, of course, it's Obi Toppin for me because I'm a Knicks fan. But I'm interested to see what Juan Toscano Anderson is gonna do because I didn't know he had bungee bunnies like that. I know he got a dunk earlier this year over um who was that uh JaVel McGee. Mm-hmm. But I believe in JaVel McGee. But I don't I don't 
know him to be a, a jumper like that. So I'm interested to see what he does. Jalen Green is powerful. I mean, you know. Crazy so athlete. We'll see what Jalen Green does as well. And Cole is a wild card for me because, you, you know, you got those small guys. They can, they can, mm-hmm. they got bounce. So we'll see, man. I think this is an interesting slam dunk contest. So I'll, I'll be tuning in. Big Cole Anthony guy. I love Cole Anthony, but I w- I would like to see Obi win. That'd be great for the Knicks to have something like that. That's exciting. Yeah, we need to win something. I'm definitely <laughs> definitely gonna go with Obi. Y'all Obi were on a collision here. course for the Golden State Warriors in the NBA Finals, Anthony. Remember? I'm also All Star Weekend, man. I'm not talking about the NBA. Finals. <laughs> Stop putting words in my weird. mouth, man. How weird. Stop putting words in my mouth, man. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> but uh so you going you're going with Obi? Obi uh, going with Obi. Um I'm I mean my Knicks fandom doesn't allow me to pick anyone except Obi. But if you know knock on wood if he didn't show up or had covid or something my pick would definitely be Cole Anthony because, Cole because Anthony he's the son of a Nick. Right, Greg Anthony. <laughs> I mean, that's just a coincidence, but I mean, <laughs> that's Paul Anthony has hops, man. He has hops. He does. He does. He, he can. He can jump. Cole Anthony was supposed to be I'm a Nick, man. He was supposed to be a Nick. He's somebody who would have been great me. for you guys. Don't remind me. But I do agree with James. Um, the kid from the Warriors, I'm very interested to see what that's going to be. I wish they would have got Gary Payton to do it, but it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. He probably said no, but we'll see. But moving on, my uh, favorite contest of the weekend. I'm actually very much looking forward to this. The Antenna Cooper Brothers. They stink. I know. <laughs> so it's, oh, it, to me, it's the Rooks wow. versus the Cavs. Because outside of Giannis, the, can you can you bring it back really quick to us? I hate Thanasis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo Thanasis. with every fiber of my being. He uh, is want, such a bum. For that? You want to I for that? give me some, I <laughs> Thanasis Antetokounmpo sucks. And it's crazy that he's in the NBA only because of Giannis. Only because of Giannis. And the crazy thing is, Alex is is even worse than Thanasis. <laughs> That's, I was thinking about that shit the other day. No lie. I was like, Yo, how is this? Like, what is it? Giannis, help your brothers out, man. Like, help your family out. The only Train reason them. the Antetokounmpo brothers have a chance is because Giannis is a fucking freak. Thanasis is a hard you pronounce it. He's He's a bench player. He's he's not. They literally bad. bring him in for the last ten seconds of a quarter to act like he's playing defense, and then sit him down for the rest of the next quarter. Bring him in for the last possession of the next quarter to sit him down again to play defense at the end of the next quarter. It's like the talent gene only hit one brother and just completely. No, they got a younger brother that's in high school that's looking like. He's I've heard he's pretty. Oh good. yeah, oh no, yeah, I heard. He's I've good. heard he's, he's pretty, pretty good, good, but Alex and Thanasis are fucking bums. But Alex is the first one to get a ring. Yes. So shout yeah. out to him. He has that over Giannis. <laughs> but um, pull the graphic back up. 
But I'm, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go with my bias of my There's guy. There's only Jared one Allen. guy up there, man. Come on. Jared Allen. I'm going with the Cavs. Jared he Allen. And Evan Mobley, Evan Mobley is a fucking stud, too. Man, and I don't like that. We don't even know what the um, skills is going to be this year. But what if it's the same shit it always is? If it's the same shit it always is. I'm going is, with the yeah. bottom, bro. Yeah, if exactly. it's the same as it always is, the rookies are... The rooks are taking, taking this easily. Because Cam Giannis and Josh Giddy are fucking sick. Giannis can't shoot. And Scotty Barnes is fucking awesome, too, but Anthony's over here fighting something. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting the animal for Martin. And, Anthony, are you there? Are you there? Mike, he, Anthony's fighting the little animal from art from Martin. You know, was on that island. <laughs> if it's that normal, like dribble around the fucking cones and pass into the thing, it's, and then shoot the, the three, it's the doubt. rooks. If it's something different, then Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, and Jared Allen are probably gonna be the ones. But those Antetokounmpo brothers are are, are not gonna win anything. If they do, I'll be incredibly surprised. Yeah, I was gonna say, how hilarious would it be if they just swept it? You know? I'd be incredibly surprised. Because skill set wise, outside of Giannis, neither one of them are as skilled as Scotty, Kane, and Josh. And Anthony's still fighting things. And then if you look above, Darius Garland, Evan Mobley are the better skilled players than Alex and Thanasis. So it's just a matter of what Jared Allen does. I mean, I'm thinking I should mute his microphone. He couldn't have just muted himself or asked us to mute him? He could not. Did you come back with fucking food? Oh, my Lord. You got up made all that noise to come back mid-pod two hours in for with a bag of food. Oh, my God. It's crazy. <laughs> oh. You can't Whew. make this shit up. <laughs> he pulls out a rib and starts eating right I, now and be I, mad. I He'll be mad. I swear to God, Anthony, if you start eating on this podcast, I'll kick you out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I have tears in my eyes right now. <laughs> you know what, Anthony? Anthony, I don't care who you think is going to win the skills conference. <laughs> I don't. Dylan, the main what? event, the main event of the evening. So this graphic's not updated because I don't know if Zach Levine's going to participate. So this may at the time of this recording this is it but this may change because i heard he's thinking about the bulls don't want him to do it so we'll see but we will go off of if this is the list all right you want my pick yeah go ahead my pick is luke patty mills luke canard patty mills what luke you're saying you're you're saying patty mills luke canard (laughs) patty mills it's Canard crazy. You're, 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 you're saying Patty Mills. It's awesome. Thanks. Canard As a family, Luke. we're rooting for Mills Patty. Patty Mills. Patrick Samuel Mills. No. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Luke is what they call him in the streets. But oh, that's what they Luke. call him in the streets. Yeah, Uncle oh, Luke. What what streets is Luke Canard in? <laughs> LA. Oh, that's what they call him in Boston? You disgust yeah. me. <laughs> You disgust me. 
Michael Luke. That doesn't sound like Patty Mills at all. <laughs> that doesn't sound like not. Patty Mills at all. It's not. It's not. <laughs> well, I'm going to go on with, with the Australia man. Up. I don't even need to bring the graphic up for them. It's, huh? it's Patty fucking Mills. The best free agent <laughs> signing of the fucking year. Don't at me. Patty Mills. Huh? For you. Yeah. Now, ask Mike. Mike, who's, Mike, your who's pick? the best free agent signing? No, for I'm talking about three pointer winning this one. Uh, I am actually going with Fred Renfleet. Mm. I always go with the guy that has clutch gene, and I think he has the Patty most Mills doesn't team. have the fucking clutch gene. Not more than my man Freddie. Not more than my man Freddie, man. Going to do it for the six. All right. <laughs> Obi Top is not one of the dunk contest. No, no, oh, oh. I'm taking my second uh, pick to win. my second pick to win this was gonna be cat cat is a sleeper but i i only cat only seems to hit the straight on y'all are trolling me y'all are trolling cat elbows i need to see him hit these elbows y'all are <laughs> drop the graphic, Mike. Yeah, I'll, I'll drop the graphic to let our. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, no, no, no you, don't, you don't have the right to leave. <laughs> Anthony, who do you, <laughs> Anthony, who do you think is going to no, win? I'm going with Ice Trey, man. I'm going with Trey Young with this one. You're literally not allowed to pick Trey Young. How do you go out? He's not welcome at Dykeman. How are you? He's not. He's literally not welcome in Dykeman, and you're picking Trey Young. And you're picking him. I, you're just such a fraud, Anthony. Such <laughs> a fraud. I can't. I can't like Trey Young. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I really just ask if you could like Trey Young. I've always liked Trey Young. I'm he just went into the Garden of Playoff. Game I, I know. I know. Ruined I know, your life. I know. I know the but hold on. Wait, but Dylan, you were in that chat. You were in that chat. Um, I remember what's his name. I think. Um, Somebody that we knew, he asked me who's winning the next year, and I said the Hawks. I said I like Trey Young. I, you he's, he's an A, huh? You shouldn't though. I can look past it. I know it, it, it's it's a terror. <laughs> I, I, I can look past it. <laughs> you could look past Trey Young going into the garden and giving you the business, James. Do you like Trey Young? No. He literally shushed the crowd and said, it's quiet as fucking here. It's quiet as fucking here. Takes a bow and eliminates you from the playoffs. When hey, we, man. I, you I, guys I, I, made Trey Young a star. When we I, got a, I got a soft spot for villains. When we beat that ass like a drum on Christmas when he didn't play, he tweeted after the game, oh, y'all talk all that when I'm not here. Really, Anthony? <laughs> And you're picking him. I got a soft spot for villains, man. I, I just villains I, I've that always, beat your team. I've always been an ice trace fan, man. I've always been an ice trace fan. Wow. You know what? That's the equivalent to. That's the equivalent of Thanos snapping his fingers, you disappearing, <laughs> you disappearing, then coming back and defending Thanos. <laughs> you're yeah, I, saying, I don't know why you guys. I don't know why you guys. Him saying, I don't know why you guys hate him. He seems like a nice guy. 
I can can like done, man. He beat Captain America and Iron Man at the same time. I can like the play. I don't have to like the team, but I can still like the play. You guys literally turned him into the supervillain. Like the Knicks propelled Trey Young into another stratosphere last year, and they made it like I they if the the Hawks don't beat the Knicks in the fashion they do, they don't have the confidence to win the next two series. Mm -hmm. Like at all. Like the Knicks propelled that, and you should hate him. Like that's a rivalry now. Trey Young versus the Knicks. So you're gonna be rooting for Trey Young to drop thirty on your head? What? You could be rooting for for no. Trey Young to drop. No, no, just because I say I like Trey Young, that doesn't mean I want him to beat us. I still want us to win. I just like him as a player. Of course, I don't want him to beat us. I think every Nick fan is disgusted by you right now. Hey, can't wait! Can't wait for the comments for this pie. Yeah, can't wait to see all that. What's wrong with you? I don't even. I'm not even a Knicks fan. I know you're crazy for this. <laughs> that's like uh, me defending James Harden. Like, that's literally like me saying, "Like, no, James Harden was great for us. I'm glad he's uh, he's out on another team. I hope he plays well." No, fuck James Harden. Fuck Trey Young. That's what it is. God damn, you're the worst. Uh, <laughs> petty, petty grudges, man. Grow it's up, the children. World. That's grow what up, children. Grow up, children. Grow up, children. Grow up. Those petty grudges are what carry the the, the sports world. Without those petty grudges, you don't have Yankees, Red Sox. You don't have Bears, Packers. You don't have fucking Duke, North Carolina. Duke, North Carolina. I just named named grudges between teams. I'm talking about one player. Talking about one player. That one player has now made a Hawks-Knicks rivalry. So, so okay, you, we are. Are you a Reggie Miller fan? No. Why? Because I don't like him. Why not? Why? Hmm? Why don't you like Reggie Miller? Because I've never been a fan of his game. And why is that? Has nothing to do with the Knicks, Dylan. Are you sure? Yes. If you don't like Reggie Miller's game, you don't like Trey Young's game. Sure, let's just leave it at that. So you don't like Trey Young? Yes, I don't like Trey. You don't like Ray Allen either? No, I don't like Ray Allen either. Anyways, at the end of the Fuck Reggie Miller. Oh, there we go. There we go. Banged on him. Banged on him. There we go. Got you, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Get your bitch ass back in. I say I think he's gonna win the three point contest. Apparently I you know what? You know what? I, I'm going sh- <laughs> to... I actually do have something to say, too. I actually do have something to say. <laughs> my hatred... I'll show you how deep my hatred for Trey Young goes. I'm willing to put up my my 12-pack. Put the 12-pack up. Whoa. 12-pack. Whoa. Whoa. Hate his, hate his guts. Hate his guts. My man Frank's taking him out. Wow. Taking him out. Taking no, him out. I'm putting mine up, too. Patty Mills. Go ahead. Let's sign, go. It. sign it. Sign it, Anthony. He's going to win, right? He's he going to win. Winner take all. Hold on, hold on. Winner take all. So you could go from minus two. Just signed it right here. Signature. So we're doing so one case. Winner take all. Winner take all. Winner take all. So if I win, no, 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 I no, get... no, 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 no. 
<laughs> I'm not belly dealing. I, I don't care, but I could care less. Oh, I'll try over here do a big, a big three winner take all thing. Oh, no, I agree with I agree with Dylan. We just winner take all. Winner take all the all the twelve packs. If Come Mike, on. if you win, you get my twelve pack, and yeah. you'll get you'll keep your twelve pack, and Anthony has to give you another one. All right. If, if Anthony wins, he keeps his 12-pack that he's betting. He gets your 12-pack, and he gets mine. So he ends up having three. And if, if neither of our players win, then, then nobody happens. gets anything. Yeah, nobody gets anything. James, you, win on in on, you want in on this since you got somebody else too? Sure. All right. So now if James's guy wins, Wait, James, who James gets the, who James, who would you pick? I picked um, Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard. Oh, the white Wait. <laughs> Oh my god! Wait, wait, hold up! Hold Why'd up, hold you up. say it like that? Yeah, yeah, because, no, he don't. He don't because <laughs> Mike. What is the first rule of basketball? Never leave the white boy open. Mm-hmm. What's the last rule of basketball? Never leave the white boy open. And this is a competition. And why doesn't the white guy win it every year he's in it? Joe I Harris just won. He won a couple years ago. Yeah, Joe Harris won. And you won't let you and you, and you won't li- and you won't live it down. So I don't want to. Well, hear he it. beat Steph Curry, who's the greatest <laughs> so of all time. I, it happened. It did, but Joe Harris lost the next year. It happened. He has he still he got was the, the only white guy in that three point contest. He has the trophy at the house. <laughs> all right, so we got it here. We have a winner take all bet for twelve packs. If so wait, so wins, what do we have to get? What do we have to get, James? Twelve pack of what? Whatever he wants. I'll, I'll, um, what do I want? Hmm. Modelo. Watch James fuck around and win too. Hmm. <laughs> what do I want? Because Anthony is trying to get ginger ale. Mike is trying to get orange Art soda. soda. Yes, and Dylan is trying to get diet, diet coke. coke. <laughs> as he drink, as he drinks a diet coke. I'm running this, low. This is the second one. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> I got another one. Huh. Oh, guess want. what? It's time. <laughs> uh, I'll take a six pack of Gatorade, yellow flavor. Yo, yellow's good. Hell yeah, James. Y'all are bugging. Y'all are bugging. Just, me and James are here. Me and James Y'all are, are bugging. Me and James. the white boy, yellow. but me and James are here. Yellow, yellow. Right, we got Luke Kennard, we got Patty Mills, we got Fred Van Vliet, we got Trey Young. Come on, Freddie. Come on, Freddie. Winner take do all. Do it for Ice Trey, baby. Ice Trey. Do it for the ACL, man. Me and Drake is going to be drinking. And then good. if none of us win, which is also a possibility because there's four other people we didn't pick, <laughs> then we all technically win because then we just keep our 12 packs. Yeah. <laughs> and then and we Anthony, save them for another day. And Anthony's still in the hole. And Anthony's ah <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's a win-win. <laughs> I'm here for this. I'm glad All Star Weekend is this week. This weekend, I'm excited. Got to go yeah, see my brother-in-law good. down in North Carolina. He's gonna be root watching it, so I know we'll be good. Ooh. Uh, mm-hmm. you got trivia. You got trivia for us? Of fucking course I do. Hit the music. Hit the music. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Trying to keep a hold on my belt. All right. I'm bringing back nicknames. <laughs> you want to spell Rain Man, Anthony? You spell Rain Man? I mean, let me hey, put myself hey, in Hey, 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 hey. 
right. Spell Rain Man, Anthony. I'll give you a point right now. <sighs> All right. R E I T N M A N. God, that's how hard was that? Like you, like what are you, you, you got a free, you got a free Wait, point. What are you well, talking like, about? Like you were taking deep breaths, like you're on the fucking national spelling bee. <laughs> and, and I asked hey, you, spell enjoy it. that point because you may not get another this game. <sighs> All right, so Anthony, let me. Mm-hmm. All right, Anthony, I'm let me write down my thing. Anthony gets a free one point. All right, Anthony, you are first. I'm sorry now because I moved myself to the top. Who goes by Big Panda? No idea. Uh, Michael, Big Panda. These are NBA nicknames? NBA nicknames. Just had to make sure you wasn't talking about Kung Fu Panda over on the No, Big Panda. <laughs> uh, you know, I've heard... Ten more seconds. It's good to be somebody I know too. I need I'm an answer in two, one. Yes. James, Big Panda. Big Panda. Shit. I'm not gonna let time run out. I'm gonna give you an answer, but I don't know if I I know this. I need, I'm gonna give you ten more seconds. Big panda. Five, four, three, two, one. Answer. I guess I am gonna let the time go. I don't know. Bradley Beal, mm-hmm. big panda. Not where I was going with that. Mm-hmm. All right. I've never heard him referred. Michael. To Bones. Bones? Bones. <laughs> Ten seconds. Mm. Avery Bradley. Incorrect. James Bones. Current NBA player. No. Uh, oh. Ten seconds. I don't know. I'm going to throw this out here. Maybe Stromile Swift? No. Um, Anthony Bones. Mugsy Bones? Did, did you say Mugsy Bones? Yes, you did. Yes, he did. I just threw anything out there. <laughs> Brent Berry. Who? Bones, Brent Berry. Oh, Brent Berry. Mm-hmm. Former Houston Rocket great. Brent Muggsy Berry. Bones? That, that's what I'm saying. Muggsy Bones. <laughs> hey, we both got a rough. I saw that advantage. And I'm still leading. You didn't. Like, it's Bogues. <laughs> It's Muggsy Bogues. Oh, it's Bogues? <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's still got it his, wrong. His nickname is Muggsy. his <laughs> <laughs> first name. Um, Anthony's gotten clown-faced. He's going to be clown-faced <laughs> the rest of trivia. I'm still winning. 
James, be easy. These are terrible. <laughs> this is legit, though. These are legit names. Be easy. Be easy. Be easy. Ten seconds. Oh. All right, I need an answer now. Mm. All right, Anthony, be easy. No, I ain't got nothing. All right, Michael, be easy. Is this a current player? No. Is it Baron Davis? It is not. No, that's B Diddy. That's B Diddy. He had multiple nicknames. The Boom Dizzle. But no, this is Michael Beasley. Oh. Beasy, Michael that. Beasley. Anthony. Psycho T. Jesus. Psycho T? Mm-hmm. Current or non? Non-current. Psycho T. Mike knows this. Yeah. I ain't got nothing. All right, Michael. And I know why it's clicking for you, James, because you should know because his bum ass went to that school you like. Tyler Hansborough. Correct. Hansborough? Yeah, that's how you pronounce his last name. Tyler Hansborough. Right. Michael. Red Velvet. Current? Current. God, I'm going to be so mad if it's this other guy that I'm thinking. Because I really feel like it's... I'm going to be mad. Ten seconds. Um, God, no, it's not him. Uh, Huter from the Hulk. Yes. Herder. Evan Herder, Herder. yeah. You knew who I meant. Kevin Herter. <laughs> All right. James, Spicy P. Oh! Yes. <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> J Smooth. J Smooth? It's J Smooth. Oh, James knows this. All right, Mike. Is this a past player? It is not a current player. Jason Richardson? No. <laughs> James. <laughs> Jamal Crawford. <laughs> no. Wait, what? Crawford is Jay Crossover. Ah, Jay Crossover. Jay Smooth is Josh Smith. Josh Ooh, Smith. Yep. Oh. Yep, ah. Wow, James. Ooh. You're right, Jay Smooth. I, I, I should have known that. Ooh. Ah. Got too confident. Still winning. Michael, Still winning. Polish Hammer. Oh, 
Uh, what you clapping for? What are you clapping for, Anthony? Uh, he is not a current it? player. He is not a current player. <laughs> he definitely was what? clapping. He definitely was. He definitely was. Yes. He doesn't know yes. <laughs> what? All right. Ten seconds. Uh huh. Uh, the Polish. Our greatest Sabonis. Now it's Polish. James. Polish hammer. Ten seconds. Uh, Valentunis. No. Uh, Anthony. No, I got that. Marcin Gortat. Uh, oh, Marcin Gortat. Oh, okay. All right. James, my, your turn. I she used my lifeline as for former apparent. It's James' turn, right? Yeah. Uh, Uncle Jeff. What? Uncle Jeff. Jeff Green? Yes. 2-2. Two, 2-2-1, two. <laughs> two, two, because Anthony's free point. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, if you don't get this one, I'll be real bad. I made this with a joke one. Uh, O'Neilovich. O'Neilovich? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't remember you making that joke. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Yes. Oh my fucking god, Anthony. What? I was trying to in the name. I was trying to I was, I was trying to remember when you made the joke. I didn't remember you making that joke. I didn't make a joke, but if you got this wrong, you're stupid. No, I knew what it was. I'm just trying to remember when you made the joke. No. You kept saying you kept saying you made a joke. No, I didn't. I, it's a fun fact. I actually had <laughs> six Shaquille O'Neal nicknames on this. Oh lord. At one point in a row. Um, uh, I would have gotten all of them. Yes, I would have got them too. All right, uh, Mike, Splash Mountain. Working Lopez. And James, AK forty-seven. Uh, um, Karolinko. Damn, damn, damn. All I right. knew he was gonna get that because I love it. Currently going. I always use it in every two day on my mic. Alright. I make it up point. Anthony's out. <laughs> Let's do it. I got a best of three. Mm. You give me the answer when you, you got it. Okay. Yep. The French Prince. Uh Rudy Gobert. No. Yes. Mike's got the point. Human Victory Cigar. Joe Burrow. No. (laughs) I feel like that's right. Human Victory Cigar. Do I get to keep rolling off names or? Keep rolling off names. Uh, Red Arback? Nope. Is this still NBA? Yep. 
Always been. Michael Always Jordan. been. Nope. I'll give you guys 10 seconds before I uh, give you the answer. Because you guys are going to hate me after. Uh, all right. Uh, Darko Milicic. <clears throat> the Human Victory Cigar. And then I, the last one. Well, actually, if, if James guesses one, we have to do another one. Uh, the Manimal. Uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, he got it. Oh, uh, I couldn't get his name. Because uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I could see him in my head, but I can't think of his name. Yelling uh, like an animal, it was not the answer. Yes. <laughs> ah, yes, but, yes, yes. Feels good to have my trivia back. Uh, I was hoping James was going to pull it out because James has great reactions when he wins (laughs) (laughs) alright cut the music you guys never heard the human cigar no Anthony Not, not once bro why are you so bad at this? <laughs> Look, I, I just have a shot memory when it comes to this stuff. I try. All I can do is try. I gave you a free point. I know. Well, you gave me two free points, actually. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> I gave you two free points. Nah, nah. The, the, there was only two that I knew. That was the Andre Carolina one and the Jeff Green one. I actually knew those two. I was just like, fuck, man. I was like, if you asked me those ones, I would have gotten that. Other than those two, everything else was just blanks. Fucking Kim no, actually, actually, you know the funny one. I actually knew the Darko Milicic one too. So out of those three, everything else would have been blank. Like you knew the human cigar victory. Yeah, cigar. I knew. I knew the human victory cigar because I remember someone saying that, and like I was watching this Darko Milicic fucking um. This is documentary. They were talking about it. Here. Yeah, Anthony, like, I'm gonna sit here and believe you watched the fucking Darko Milicic documentary. It was, <laughs> It wasn't just. It wasn't that just. It was an outlandish thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I was sitting there watching a fucking Darko Milicic. <laughs> it, 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 it wasn't. Yeah, you were. You know what? You can tell me what he's doing with his life right now. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't just him. It wasn't just him. Man, I really want to go home and watch fucking Darko Milicic's documentary. <laughs> Nobody. Darko Milicic doesn't want to watch Darko Milicic's documentary. <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. Fun fact about Darko Milicic, he's now a farmer. Yeah. He's a farmer. Stole all the you know. distance money. All that pisses money got himself a ring. First one of that 2003 draft pass to get a ring. What? what mm-hmm. He was on that 014. Want a ring? Those rookies, man, they be fortunate, don't they? Mm-hmm. They be getting rings before some of these all-time greats. Yeah, man. What's what what's homie's f- What's homie's name? That was on the Warriors that went to Toronto. Oh yes, I was literally about to say this motherfucker. Ah, oh, God, I forgot his name. But he has more rings than Charles Barkley. <laughs> well, you only need one of those for the past yeah. him. And like these but guys, he's, sit got, here- he's got three. 
Quinn Cooks got more rings than Charles Barkley and the child molester or, or the pedophile all combined. Yeah, um, McCaw. Pat McCaw. Pat McCaw. He's got, Pat he's McCaw. got three rings. He's got more rings than Patrick Ewing, Carl Malone, Charles Barkley combined. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. Rings. And he'll never sniff the Hall of Fame. He has more rings than Kevin Durant. Yeah. He does, actually. He does. He does. He got two of them. Go to sleep and one in Toronto. And they'll never sniff the Hall of Fame. Sniff the Hall of Fame? He'll never sniff an All-Star game. He'll He'll never never sniff the court. He doesn't play. I don't even know what team he plays for right now. I don't think he's in the league. I'll say, who do he play for? Who he play for? I don't I actually don't think he plays for anybody. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google this while you uh, start your own like and subscribe. Thanks and goodbyes. Anthony, lead it off. Oh, like and subscribe. Deuces. Wow, wow, that was quick. That was so terrible. Delaware Blue Coats, NBA G League. That's where you play this. No, yep. then you, you don't get a solo. I'm sorry. You don't get a solo. Sorry. Uh, well, I go last, so I'll take it off of me. Damn, they just disconnected completely. <laughs> That's great. That was great. Good night. I didn't even get a chance to put the graphic up for him. It's just nothing. Just like and subscribe, folks. Like, subscribe, share, hit that notification button. We out here. Fellas, the stage is yours. It's a celebration, y'all. The NFL season is over. NBA basketball talk. You know what it is. 75th season, baby. We here. Uh Uh-huh. Let me get my solo, man. Get my solo. Let me make sure I look good, man. (laughs) NBA season, baby. And we're going to lead it off right here, All-Star Weekend. And then we're going to pick up to the most exciting part of the season, the second half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear every week, right? Bump every the week. NFL. You going to throw out them socials? Or you, you good? Yeah, man. Like and subscribe, man. Follow me on Instagram, breezy underscore underscore B-I-L-L-Z. Follow me on Twitter at breezy5x. Hashtag Bunked NFL. Hashtag it's a celebration. I love this game. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we play. This is why we play. Like, yeah. subscribe. Thank you to all the listeners. Appreciate all of you. Ring the bell. Leave a rating. Five stars. Leave comments. All that wonderful stuff. Uh, now that the NFL is over, I get to cry a little bit. But NBA NFL draft is coming up, and that's my favorite thing in the world besides the Jets. But – it's basketball time. The Nets are back. Nets are all the way back. Seth Curry is the best Curry brother, and Andre Drummond is the best center in, in the NBA. Uh, Kevin Durant for MVP. James Harden, fuck you, you fucking bitch. Look at this fat fuck right here. He's fucking terrible, and he rang the bell in Philly tonight. Fuck you, you're a bum. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you all. I won't be on next week's show because I'll be in North Carolina, but love, love, peace, all that good shit. I'll be editing still. By the time I get back, it'll be like Monday, like Tuesday morning, and it'll be done i'll be editing it you'll have my flair so it's great um yeah go nets nets are back go nets well yeah thanks again for watching listening to us 
Follow us on all the platforms. Thank you to our platforms for putting us on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify. If you listen to us on Spotify, there is a poll from last week about uh, our Nas, Jay-Z, Stillmatic versus Black Album debate. There is a poll up. Go hit that poll. Um, We will be furthering that discussion very soon. Yeah, we got a versus to do. Two versus. So all of that. Uh, follow me on the socials. I am underscore MBJ. Um, yeah, man, like to subscribe. Like to subscribe. James, Hail Mary is the soundtrack to your life. <laughs> <laughs> Hail Mary is the soundtrack to your life, James. What are you going to play? Public service announcement? Then I'll play Hail Mary. And then you'll play your next song. And then I'll play yeah, Hail, I'll Mary. Play Hail Mary. <laughs> yeah. again. Well, we know that's not how a versus works, though, uh, right? You only get one chance with one of these songs. Doesn't what matter because we're gonna play Hail Mary again. Yeah, Hail Mary again. Yeah. You're gonna lose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this guy literally didn't live. You know, that's 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 the downfall of that. Uh, and, and then you're gonna go out of your way to make sure you don't listen to Tupac. <laughs> hey, it's not it's not purposefully. I just don't hear him. You know, to songs that are my life soundtrack. I just don't hear these songs, and I'm not in these groups or in these scenarios that's just going to place me with the Tupac song. I mean, I maybe I might hear it. It's a possibility. I might run into a Tupac song, but I haven't have yet. You, have you ever seen the movie Baby Boy? Yeah, I have. <laughs> what a ridiculous argument. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> nah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Brooklyn. <laughs> oh.